1: sound amazing
2: i sound amazing how are you guys sounding sound
3: great i sound sweet
0: all right quick round of introductions
3: jose chris Alf.
0: my name is rafael antonio flores and i'm very happy to be here
2: welcome raf welcome
0: alf or ralph
2: as we're calling (laughs) you today
0: (laughs) it's because we're on the same mic that's why
4: Yeah. yeah
1: split personalities
0: split
2: personalities they sound very different they look very beautiful. Welcome, beautiful men, to the podcast.
1: Chris, how's a coffee?
2: Joe's just made me a pod, podcast coffee. A special... It's not a pod coffee, though. It's made... What's the name of the machine? The brand? We're sponsored by them. What's the name?
4: I
1: have no idea.
2: Ristretto? Is it Ristretto? <laughs> We're sponsored by www.restretto.com.au coffee. The coffee is amazing. This podcast would not be the same without this coffee, and I just feel very
1: lucky. Coffee, uh, mate from.
2: Is that from here, Rafa?
0: Uh, I'm drinking some mate that I believe the herb was from Argentina, actually. Yep.
2: Old Argentina or New Argentina? Uh,
0: the New Republic of Argentina. Beautiful. What are you drinking, <laughs> Of?
3: It's drinking water from Joe's Pantry.
2: <laughs> We're also sponsored by joepantrywater.com. If you can go there and get a 10% discount by putting in the code word Ralph, spelled R A L F. Joe, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking the lovely air around us.
2: <laughs> drinking in the lovely company of the, the beautiful man around me. Actually, whose water is that?
0: That's yours. Is this the first time you guys have had four people in the same room at the same time? Y- yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. yes. Yeah. So the okay. most we've had here was two and typically we have Chris coming in
2: remotely. <coughs> mm. Across who cyberspace.
0: Who likes coming in remotely? <laughs> that old? Chris, dude.
2: I love coming in remotely. Hands up, or let's make a sound, let's do a survey. Who's been overseas in the
0: last week? I believe you'll be referring to me. Where have you been, Raf? I just got back from a flight from Santiago, Chile, where I spent 15 hours. And Before that, I was in Ecuador for about eight months. So I'm feeling a bit of jet lag, but that's why I've got the mother out, because it helps me, um, it, it helps me. Order my thoughts and my mind and my body.
1: Stimulants. I'm trying to remember the last time that I saw you just before we were, you left. What it was
0: that it, we were doing? It would have been about a year ago or something, or like 10 months or something. Yeah, but crazy. I have no idea. It was at Smith's
2: yeah. Alternative when you came along to watch mm. me perform stand up. I and think it was. came along. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And you were filming, Raf? Yep. yes My second ever true. set that I did about digital yep. churches.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I think you were on a bike.
0: I was on a bike, really? You were on a
1: push bike. You were were going to uni for something. Oh, wow. It was like a Sunday evening.
0: I can't remember that at all. It was a Sunday
2: evening. It was nice weather. Mm. It was like springtime. No, no, it was summer. Not yet. I've got, because I put that up, it was like late September. Really? Okay. It was very similar to now, actually.
0: But you guys all look exactly the same. You guys haven't changed at all. Except for Chris's hair. It's gotten a bit shitter.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm not going to deny that. Alf. (laughs) Where were you this time a year ago?
3: Man, I can't remember. I have the same problem that Joe does. Can't remember things.
2: Where well, you can remember lines from films from 1992, but you can't remember what you did last week?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> it's the same thing.
1: Hey, just a question on that mate. What's the? Um, I haven't drunk it for years, but what's the? Say compared to a long black.
0: Well, the reason I like it is because it's it's a very slow release in the in the caffeine. So. Um, it takes uh, i don't know like half an hour to feel an effect of like being woken up but um th- there's actually no caffeine in this Sorry, it's it's like a it's like a tea thing specifically into this plant um, you
1: can get the same effect with coffee if you add fat to your coffee oh really so a if, slow you've got, release. if you've got like yeah. an intolerance to dairy products and you can use um i mean you eat beef so yeah. ghee fat is, will be fine um, yeah. triglycerides so like a coconut oil
0: Oh, nice. Yep, yep. It
1: doesn't really alter the taste, but yep. the extra fat will slow down the caffeine absorption.
0: <coughs> what I like about this is also that you can c- control the dosage, I guess, as well. The first cup is um is a lot stronger, and then gradually it kind of gets a bit weaker. Because they, they drink
1: that stuff at night. I mean, how are you supposed to get to sleep all
0: with? the time? It's a very social. Um, mm. it's like a social ritual as well.
2: That's uh, a genetic thing, though. Yeah. Like my dad drinks a cup of coffee at eleven thirty every night, and then goes to bed half an hour later. Really, I drink coffee at night. It's just a genetic thing Certain people can drink certain stimulants And have different physio- physiological reactions to it
0: It probably depends on your experience Of that particular stimulant Of your, of your lifetime uh, well. yeah. But even
2: genetically Some people they have coffee And it really affects them Other people Like there are some people Whose hands when they hold it out Will shake Until they drink a coffee And then they can hold their hands still Other people are the opposite
1: Christopher is that based on empirical studies Or are you just making shit up <coughs> Like you normally do
2: Everything I do is based on empiricism Joe I've been doing a lot of reading on um, different philosophies on, on coffee in the last week
1: and mate and uh, intolerances. Well, I've just been um, and genetics.
2: I've been interrogating the shelves of the warehouses of human philosophy, starting with atomism and then going into critical theory and deconstruction. Then I went to empiricism, like you're saying, empirical, and then into enlightenment and existentialism.
1: Speaking of philosophy, I finished reading that book that you recommended. So thank you for that. It's quite good. What was that book? Uh, 21 Questions for 21st Century.
2: Ah, Yuval Noah Harari. Yep, 21 Israeli Lessons for the 21st Century. Oh, is that his new song. book? Yeah. The I third I one, yeah. I actually want
0: to get that one. I, um, I bought the, the second the second edition of the homo deus yeah yeah i haven't read that one yet which is um, a sci-fi novel pretty much yeah yeah but i heard that he had a new one and he speaks a bit more about his uh his personal story he does so it's pretty cool towards the end he does he's
2: actually on the just came out today the russell brand podcast season two episode one is with him because the very first episode of the russell brand podcast was with yuval noah harari before Mm -hmm. sapiens had come out and that was the the kickstarter that made that as big as it was when it got released Was that Russell Brand had the number one podcast in the world For the first 10 weeks or so of his podcast launching And he interviewed him You have are
1: you a champion
4: Have a you read that subscribe. book,
3: No, I haven't No no idea. no idea
2: Do you know what it's about?
3: I have no idea Okay, so the I first book, of it.
2: Sapiens Covers human history to an extent and reasons why certain things have changed the second book predicts about the human future talking a lot about possible AI interactions and all that and this third book now sort of explores a more realistic what we can do to stop possible outcomes happening right. 21 ways to to marry your best friend what's it called
1: 21 lessons for the 21st century yeah sorry yeah, yeah. Um, Russell Brand's podcast yeah. What's the name of it? Because I just did a search on iTunes and I get Honey Badger Radio, Logic of Liberty.
2: Oh and no no no! It's called Under the Skin. Okay, thanks.
0: It's like an interview podcast, essentially. Yeah,
2: it's not a comedy podcast mm-hmm. at all.
1: Oh, I like interviews.
2: Yeah, it's that's it there. Under that's the what Skin.
1: Got it. Like. it. Cool. It? Yeah. Subscribe. But yeah, that Done.
0: author is uh he's a Israeli historian or something as well. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. A Israeli historian. Mm.
1: If, if you're interested as well now that I finished that I started reading another book this morning called um, 48 laws of power by Robert Greene.
2: Oh my god, dude, that book is insane. Is the funniest book in the world. I was in I was in Kansas City in 99 2000 and my host dad Bill Campbell, who's probably not listening, used to buy a lot of self-help books and then he bought that not realizing what it was. Do you know what one of the 48 lessons is? Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. Oh, there's all sorts of crazy stuff on it. It's legitimately telling you how to dominate people Hmm. with no morals, that Hmm. book. It's awful. It's insane. It's... Like, if you take it on face value.
1: From a subjective point of view, yeah, it is bad. It just depends on... (laughs) Yeah, it, on your own personal opinion on what you think is moral and what isn't.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess going on the default status of hurting people for your own benefit is bad. And oh. Helping people is good. Going on that, that once, one, it's a bad f- book.
1: Once I finish reading it, we're going to do a podcast and I'm just going to list out all the laws, the 48 laws, oh. and then we'll go through them. We'll go through them. And, th- and then we'll get a personal opinion. Can on, you make on, me a promise? On what the, mo- the, what, what the moral standpoint is on each of those? Okay. we'll have a conversation.
2: Can we try and get all four of us back for that? And make sure that we do all forty-eight without stopping, whether it takes sure. ten hours or two hours. What do you reckon, Alf?
3: Sure, I'm down for that.
0: that sounds good. Except um, everyone has to give like a personal story about each one <laughs> as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Let's
1: do that. It's going to be good.
0: Also, uh, when you say it like, reading books, you don't actually physically read books anymore, do you, Joe? It's more no, that's, that's, um, like that's twentieth-century
1: uh, stuff. stuff, man. Come on.
2: We Can't. have celebrities read them mm. to us. Who reads? Mm. No one reads anymore. Through the internet.
0: Are you reading on phones or tablets or 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 like a laptop or something?
1: I don't read at all. I listen. Oh, okay. Audio okay. It's an
0: audiobook. about it. audio book. Yeah. <coughs> audio, audio books. Sure.
2: How are you reading this podcast?
1: That's Ralph? M- actually that's not that's not true. I a- audio books and podcasts. other than audio um, uh, hard books.
2: I I don't do anymore. M- Mr. Um, Fernandez, just not efficient. Have you checked our Beast Monkey email address? Mm-hmm. Can you check if we've got anyone interested in the cassette tape option? Have you checked that?
1: Oh, I haven't actually since yeah. the
2: last episode. Can we please check yeah. that?
1: There's probably a ton of email in and see
2: because I actually do want to want to hold us to that. If someone says they want to pay twenty dollars an episode to get a cassette tape copy of this, I reckon we do that.
0: I, I'm um I'm thinking of one of our listeners, Paul might be interested in that one. I think yeah, Paul. Paul Higgins, yep, shout out to Paul
2: who listened who watched The Handmaiden yes he did and put on a very very lengthy detailed I would say very accurate review Joe have you watched The Handmaiden
1: no
4: no
2: that's okay I haven't watched A Most Wanted Man in the last two weeks either
1: it's been a very busy
2: week but it's been a busy get fortnight
1: it. it's been a busy life
2: <laughs> you flatter me you flatter me um, what's been so busy over the last week
1: work life training, getting into dis- a decent training routine out, which is good because yep. now the weather's getting better. Yep. Had a friggin' flat on Thursday. Then I rang up Hongan because when I put on my spare tire, the valve was broken and I didn't carry, I uh, didn't have a, another tube, I only carry one. Typically, I carry two, but for some reason, I think I didn't replace the one that I used last time. Anyway, so I said, can you pick me up from the location that I described and she ended up going to the wrong spot. So <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Uh I was near the Oaks Estate traffic lights where the paintball go kart place is. Just, sure. just mm. I know where that is. So about,
2: about a ten minute drive from here. Yeah. yeah. About a 30, 30 minute ride. Twenty minute ride? Mm, about 25 minutes, 25 twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. And she drove
1: where? Twenty. She drove to the um, go kart joint out in on Canberra oh, Avenue. Oh in, in Canberra Avenue. Narabunda in Narabunda. Bishop yeah. Narabunda, whatever it is. Kingston. Um, so, yeah, I was freezing my ass off. Yeah, my body temperature got really bad. It took me hours after that to sort of get it back up. Cryotherapy.
2: Some people pay a lot of money for that. You're a very lucky man to go through that experience. Mm. Have you two started any cryotherapy, Raf or Alf?
0: Is that when you cry a lot? <laughs> oh, that's late like in psychotherapy, sorry. No, no
2: I mean, <laughs> it depends how cold your tears are. Depends how cold... If you cry really cold tears and let them wash over your whole body... To lower your body temperature, I guess that could it be cryotherapy. Could work. Yeah. It could work. yeah. Depends
0: on how sad you are. I've not experienced any of it. Yeah, like the, the specifically by choice to lowering your body temperature. I didn't really do that. No.
2: Alf, have you tried it? No. Can I throw a challenge to you guys?
0: You can. Do
3: you, you
2: reckon want. you'll accept it? I'm going to dare you to do a five minute cold, pure cold shower every morning before work when you get up in the morning. Nice. And then two weeks in, you, I, I reckon you'll be addicted and you won't want to stop. What do you reckon about trying that? Don't we
1: have water restrictions?
2: Water restrictions.
1: We're in drought. Water, water. And you're encouraging people <laughs> to to take five minute showers. What's, what's Joe, the matter with you? Joe, you have no morals.
2: So are we in the West? Are we in the West? Or are we in the second developing nation? Are we a, are we actually on water restrictions? I don't think we are. No. 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 How long are your showers? Not very long Like one minute, two minute, three minute, four minute What are we talking?
3: Maybe two minutes
2: Ralph, how long are your showers?
0: Um, About five minutes Yeah, Alf?
3: Yeah, about five minutes
2: Yeah, my showers are minimum five minutes, often 20
1: That's because you guys are on town water, I'm on rainwater tanks
2: Ah, uh, because <coughs> you live in the past mm. or the future mm. You don't live in the now I'm, I'm, I'm living in the future You're living in the future so <laughs> That's the
1: reality, that's what's going to happen, haven't you, read? Homer Days. I have
2: read Homer he, he has
1: he has a chapter about people taking showers that are longer than two minutes. <laughs> mm.
2: the, the shower chapter. And how immoral
1: it is. Yeah. Okay. So the idea that is one of the forty eight laws is taking showers. That's five, it. Five, it says minutes take showers. five minutes or five minutes or greater.
0: That actually reminds me. In um in South America um there's a weird thing that the plumbing in the bathrooms over there is not big enough for toilet paper. So in every single bathroom. You actually n- don't put toilet paper in the bowl. You put it in the Do the same thing here. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so, yeah, it's interesting. So, it's weird coming back and then putting it straight into the actual bowl. It, it, it seems a bit excessive, I think, like unnecessary, but...
1: Throwing rubbish down the toilet. Mm. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you guys do that here, actually. Yeah. In yeah. separate bowl, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You guys obviously haven't been doing that for the last seven years. <laughs> been coming <laughs> over my house, so thank you. I do that. <laughs> no, no. no. I was about up. to
2: say we do that here. I think maybe the first, I think maybe the first thick wipe. I'll put down the bowl, <laughs> like But then all the, the ones that aren't going to smell as bad, they go in the bin. Is that's that res- that's respectful. Uh, you, you
1: just put them in your pocket and you just take it with you. <laughs> I'll
2: eat them, depending on <laughs> depending on how tasty my last meal was. I'll put a bit of Himalayan rock salt <laughs> on and go round too.
0: But the weird thing is, is that like it the food actually I doesn't smell. Petty. It actually doesn't smell if it doesn't come into contact with, with water. water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's
2: like sweet. Yeah.
0: You could actually eat it if you wanted to. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs>
2: what do you mean could? Alf, have you um what have you been doing when you shit take when you <laughs> when you play Mr. Dump Truck at when you back that truck up at Joe's house, what are you doing?
3: Just put it where, where the sign says. Into the bin.
2: It is signposted. It does yeah, say, it does it say a it. there's a sign saying, Hey, we're on rainwater tanks. Don't yeah. block up the system. That's paraphrased, obviously.
1: Don't shit where you eat.
2: Don't eat where you (laughs) shit. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so that's the biggest thing that's happened. The biggest difference between here and Ecuador, Raf, is that people shit into bins. (laughs) 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 Hey, what did you notice the most? People speak Spanish and they shit into bins. I think
0: I was making more reference to the... uh, the, the wastefulness of first world nations as compared to um, other nations where we don't, where it's like, it's more important to save stuff, I guess, I don't know. Are you saying waste, W-A-S-T-E
2: like or W-A-I-S-T? Yeah.
0: Uh, like neither.
1: Did you notice, or did did you come across any um, bathrooms with the shower directly on top of the um, toilet bowl?
0: Uh, not in Ecuador, but in, um, in other parts of the world, yeah. The and also the uh, the French style ones where it's actually a squat toilet and mm. there's no actual bowl, just like a little hole there. With a jet. Oh, like no jet! No, no it's jet. Actual like pails of water that you have to actually. Um,
2: and pale old men with their mouths yeah. open.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that the squatting toilets are weird. Yeah, um, but it's fucking weird. But yeah. In Argentina and Uruguay, uh, most places had the the shower head directly on top of the toilet, oh which right. is. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Have you ever seen a squatting toilet where they've actually got a squat rack above it where you've got to put like 120 <laughs> kilos on your back? Workout. <laughs> and do like 12 reps and then take a dump and then come back. And then do it again. Your legs get strong as hell. But you got to have good form or else you hurt your back.
1: Ecuador. So what yeah, man. highlights, man?
0: Um, highlights of Ecuador, I would say the main feature of that nation is that it has its massive mountains in the middle called the Andes and the the vistas and the bushwalking and stuff and the trekking there is uh, unparalleled. Um, we went to like a national park there. Um You would think that because it's in Ecuador and it's on the equator, the temperatures are actually quite high, but in the Andes, it's like colder than Canberra, colder than really? all the mountains yeah, here. Yeah, because you're up high. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was in a city called Cuenca, which is about 1,800 meters. How do you one. spell Cuenca?
1: C U E N C A.
0: Just that sounds, man, yeah. I can't spell things on the fly, man. I'm sorry.
2: I just imagine that it would be with a Q, no, but no. then I see it and no, it's C. That's I what I mean. See you, yeah. That's what I mean. Like yeah. when I hear it, I go, oh, yeah. it's like Cuen- Cuenca Tarantino. But There's a Cuenca not. in Spain as well. There is, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But okay. um, yeah, so you've got in the middle, you've got the Andes and then. On on one side you've got the g- coast, which is like massively hot and stuff, and on the other side is the Amazon River, and so you've got quite varied in temperatures there. Actually,
1: did you have any issues with um uh, the altitude? Uh,
0: Breathing? No, no, no? but uh, Flo, my girlfriend, had a bit of uh, altitude and sickness, a little bit, I think. And you said
2: that a little quickly, Flow, your girlfriend? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: Flow shout out to Flow, who's still in Ecuador. Florence. Really? Um, yeah. Actually, doing any physical exercise was a lot more taxing on the body. And so that was interesting. There's a lot of stairs in Cuenca. So we were like testing our bodies by walking up the stairs. Did you get fast. fitter?
2: Are you fitter than, than when you left?
0: I'm actually fatter, I think, and like less. You look leaner in the man. face. But that made it be because it's you've belly, shaved think, the hair man, on yeah. the side of your head. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely. Wait, you've hard. got more
2: weight around your equator?
0: I've got more weight around my dick.
2: What about you Alf? What are your highlights from Ecuador?
0: I don't have
3: any, man. Oh, okay, maybe like, I don't know. The the mountains are awesome. Yeah. You know, this the blue skies, the uh you know, the the coastlines. It's fantastic.
2: Really? What was your like when you say the coastlines, what did you love the most?
3: The sea. The the blueness of the sea.
2: And what else? When you when you landed in Ecuador, what did you think?
3: The smell of it. The smell? Yeah.
2: yeah. Did you get out of your spaceship and you walked around and you started collecting minerals? Like, what What was the first task you had to do when you landed in Ecuador?
3: I don't know, man. Just eat. Just, Just eat? wanted to eat. What did you eat? All the foods. What foods? Empanadas. Um... Uh the the just the local cuisine mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Raph, what was your favorite food?
0: The it funny thing about Ecuador is that the the lunch meal is the biggest one and um They've got like three-course lunches. They get for like three US dollars. So the the food was like mad cheap, actually.
1: And then smaller meals in the evening. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like experimenting with that really right now. Year. It's, it's a, I think it's a better thing actually yep. if you can sort of train your body to mm. eat less at night before you get to bed.
0: Oh, well, let's go. Look.
2: How many meals a day is everyone on? I'm two? on two. Two, Raph.
0: But th- thirteen meals. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm on about three.
2: Okay, I'm on two right now as well, like a really big one in the morning, I don't eat till late at night then, I eat right before I go to bed.
1: How long is your window? Uh,
2: If I do it right, it's usually I'll eat about 7.30 in the morning and then about 9.30 at night, so about 14 hours. Okay. Sometimes like it bleeds a bit later than that, I'll often eat at 10.30 or 11, it just depends how quickly I can get stuff done. I like to get home and walk my dogs and do all my exercise before I eat, so I'll have a big breakfast, maybe a coffee during the day. Have
1: you tried the 16.8?
2: Um. yeah
1: and not as good
2: well it's not that it's not as good it's just not as practical okay like when I'm more organised it just depends how early I want to go to bed really sometimes I'll have dinner as late as midnight and then I eat again at 7 in the morning so it's like seventeen seven. it just depends on what happens it's quite varied I'm not very strict with myself that's crazy is it? it is
1: or is y- it? you're y- y- your, your <laughs> body clock is is nuts
2: <coughs> <coughs> yeah my body clock um, probably needs to be taken to a watchmaker to get it fixed I think Raph, how's your body clock going
0: well I'm experiencing jet lag I think um, Jet lag. Uh, mostly headaches and stuff which is weird um, yeah. but yeah I was actually in super nocturnal in Ecuador because I was doing a lot of work online in the Canberra time zone you said so that was quite strange <laughs>
2: Talk us through that. What do you do?
0: I ended up doing, uh, putting on like events in Canberra while I was over there, like more than I would normally do while I'm actually in the country because I kind of needed the money. So that was the financial imperative, but I couldn't attend any of them, including our floating moon stand up experience. Comedy experience. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I want to move away from using the word stand up and just use the word comedy. Mm. Get less broad. Get more broad. Get less specific. Alf. Alf. How's your body clock?
3: My body clock is doing okay. Yep. Although last night I had a bit of a... I, I went to bed too late. What's too, too late? Or too early. What's too late? Uh, about four. <laughs> <laughs> so what I were you doing? Four. four
2: past midnight? Wouldn't I got 12? stuck in a game. 4 a.m.? Yeah. What
3: yeah. game? Uh, it's called, There's a game called Boundless. Um, it's a bit like... Like a, a bit like a mix between, um, uh, No Man's Sky and uh, Minecraft kind of, but it's a bit more in depth, so there's a lot more to do.
2: And what system is that on?
3: PC. So that I was playing on PC. There. You yeah. go with a keyboard mouse. Although or? it is it is now available on PS4. Okay. Yeah. So basically, like the 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 draw of it is that it has. Many many worlds that you can go to, but you have to you know work yourself to get to those different worlds. Yeah,
0: kind
2: of like Ecuador.
3: Kind of like Ecuador. Yeah. Y- the other kind
0: week, of like in real life, you got to work yourself to get to other worlds and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah if you if you, yeah. As soon as you you break the routine, you, well, for me personally, I'm absolutely smashed the next day. Like I'll have to sleep like the middle of the day to try and catch up. Otherwise, I just feel wasted. But um, speaking of games, I read an interesting article. Yesterday morning, um, EA are thinking about redoing all of the Command and Conquer's and re-releasing them. So, you that new graphics and stuff like that. What
4: yeah. I was talking
3: about, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other day. Yeah.
2: When you say Pretty re-releasing, cool. you mean remaking them or just re-skinning them?
1: Uh remaking them. Wow. Yep, bringing it back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So the, they they started off with uh, Command and Conquer um, Heroes, or I can't remember what it was called. Though. Generals, no. No, not Generals. There's another one that was released for the, for the iPads that I was talking to you in a previous podcast. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it has all those microtransactions. But what they've, sta- what they've recently stated is that they're not going to... Like, they specifically stated that they weren't going to do any microtransactions or anything like that for these new releases. Which is interesting for EA to say that.
1: What do you mean, microtransactions?
2: Where like gonna pay for tanks, basically. Yeah, like paying, oh, paying
3: within the game where that. you get those you know, loot boxes or stuff like that. Yeah, that's you have that's to a scam. for. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, so cool. it's, it's interesting.
1: So, you stayed up late playing games.
3: I did, but I slept in this morning, so I'm feeling pretty good.
2: Do you know what I found when you stay up late playing games? Do you know what you're actually playing? You are playing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I yep.
0: think I think playing yourself is called something else man. No, I not guess. playing with yourself. Oh, okay, sorry. Mm. <laughs> mm.
2: Okay. Raf, what was the last video game you played?
0: Well, actually, while I was listening to previous edition of this podcast while in Ecuador, um, Alf mentioned um that old DOS playing program. So I downloaded that and I was playing uh, <laughs> Commander Keen. <laughs> uh, yeah, like about, about two days ago it was um it was it was interesting.
1: What about Skyroads? Should have played that.
0: I think I still have a version of Skyroads on my laptop, man. Yeah, that's that was a pretty cool game. Yeah, that but was yeah, a cool game. Nineties games, yeah, like that's like a whole nostalgia trip. But they're always generally better in your head than the actual experience of playing
1: them I think yeah yeah that's true it's actually um. was it the last podcast that we were talking about MTV uh, oddities that used to be on SBS so yeah that's why I posted up on the Facebook the um, Beast Monkey Facebook page oh yes the um mm-hmm. yeah. uh, liquid television uh, links to uh, Billy and Bobby which is crazy so um, for those listening Have a look at it. It's pretty funny.
2: Was The Max part of that whole world as well? Yep, The Max part of that. That's what I knew. I didn't know Billy and Bobby, but I knew The the Max. Eon Uh, Flux. Eon Flux, yeah. Eon Flux, yeah. 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 How bad was the movie for Eon Flux? I didn't even watch it. but but No no one did. The
0: original one's like amazing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they're still good. Peter Chong. The sound design and stuff is Mm. awesome, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was another one that was... That that uh, psychotherapist, what was his name? Oh, Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz. <laughs> yeah. Was that
2: part of it? Was no, that well, that was a Comedy Central thing. It came about just after South Park and they used to double it up on SBS.
1: So they used to air it after yeah. M- MTV. Yep. Oh, God, that show was
2: great. And the guy who does the voice for Archer played the, mm-hmm. the doctor's son, Ben, on that, on mm-hmm. Dr. Katz.
1: The first time I saw that, it was it was so random. I was like, what the? F- yeah. w- what is this? And then... Um, having this random conversation and the bit that i remember because it cracked me up was um dr Katz, are you an are you an east coast or west coast gangster or something like that oh <laughs> uh, yeah
2: yeah the the son says to the dad he's like yep. dad and he's like what he's like, are you an east Co- oh no not the son david tell was in the therapy room i just remembered that because yep. the stand-up comedians would come in and get yep. psychotherapy yeah and david tell says dr Katz, are you an east coast or a west coast gangster <laughs> and he's like um um he's like what do you mean um are you like oh that was great I'm
1: gonna try and find those and put the links up on the on the page that I've got
2: go. I downloaded all of those it's, it's a, good a great show
0: for a show like uh, the idea of getting stand-ups to pretend to be in therapy so they can just like do their bits you know one-on-one mm. it's weird we should do that here in Canada, that,
2: that was how I first heard about um, Dave Chappelle remember we didn't know who Dave Chappelle was and he's like talking those bits about being a terrorist being on a plane and he's like <laughs> I'm not worried they're not gonna take me hostage like they'd call up Washington and say Hello, we have five black people. Hello, hello.
1: <laughs> I didn't right. even know about Dave Chappelle until, I mean, obviously, yeah, I would would have heard him on there, but I, you know, it wasn't really something I took interest in until you got back from the states, and I think you brought back the uh, the DVDs or something like that, or maybe you you, you bought the DVDs when you came here, or I can't remember what something it was. Something like I'm, that. I'm we got into them deep
2: once then, you came yeah, back yeah, from the yeah. states. Yeah, it was so big. Nothing. I've never seen anything be. Culturally as big as mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's Rick James stuff was mm-hmm. when it was big in 2004. It was mind blowing how famous he was. Yep. Everywhere you went, the people were either doing Borat, saying, you know, whatever Borat impersonation they could do, or I'm Rick James, bitch, was all anyone said. It was crazy. What year was that, man? I think 04. It might have been 02, 03. I don't, maybe it was 02, 23 the years bleed together
1: it was definitely after college so we were we were in uni at the time
2: mm-hmm. yeah so that would be 2 3 yep. yeah yeah that would be 2 3 yeah you were still living in higgins correct yes yeah yep. not not far from where Raf was living in higgins
0: that's true i'm actually there right now as so. well
2: you're actually in carwalla right now you're not in higgins right now
0: i'm actually in higgins right now actually
1: you're back at your parents' house,
0: yeah, just temporarily. Yeah, uh, cool. How are you, folks? Oh, they're good, man. Yeah, just getting old and stuff, man. Actually, <laughs> actually speaking happens? of memory, actually, um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast interview with uh, that that stamens like mushroom dude, and he mentioned mm. a the scientist, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mentioned uh, lion's mane, as like something that's very good for the memory, and so I got some some bottles of that, and uh, just started taking that. Actually, lion's mm-hmm. mane mushroom.
1: Where did you uh, get that from?
0: Just from it's like a it's like a mu- it, it's like a vitamin man. you can buy it online. It was, okay. it, it was like a US store, I think, but okay. it's not magic mushrooms or anything. It's just like a vitamin. Okay. B- but apparently, it, it really helps with um. Brain stuff. So i got it for myself. Cognitive and performance. And for my dad as well, yeah.
2: Are there any side effects?
0: I uh, used to have sexual like a massive side. erection. I was going to say, there's sexual side effects. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. dick stuff, man. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
2: Films. Yeah. Joe, you haven't watched Your Name or The Handmaiden, and I haven't watched A Most Wanted Man. Should we leave that until next episode then?
1: I think so I think so and I've just been watching cheesy stuff
3: please watch The Handmaiden I shall it's so good I shall
2: what did you think of it without giving me any spoilers away? off?
3: I loved it yeah. I thought it was great it's a bit I crazy I really really it? enjoyed it yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. kind of takes you by surprise yeah as things start to happen you're like
3: yeah that's it's the
1: pooches definitely they're going crazy
0: so is that movie related to the TV series no not at all it's a <laughs> Korean film <laughs>
2: The it's, a cr- it's nothing to do with The Hairmaid's Tale. Everyone who I've suggested mm. it to, or a lot of people go, oh, I don't want to watch that American show about mm. The Handmaids. I'm like, no, it's not that at all. It's just coincidentally, unfortunately, got the exact same, almost exact same name.
1: Yeah, oh. I tried to watch that other one that mm. people rave on about, but I watched that maybe one or two episodes, and I thought, this is a bit...
2: A bit boring. Boring, exactly. I found that show really boring. Everyone's like, it's amazing how like white women are being oppressed. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. Actually, I don't what? care.
1: I was listening. People are to impressed you. everywhere.
2: I was all watching the time.
1: something on YouTube and they were talking about Ex Machina. Sure. Being a feminist movie.
2: In what way? Because Oscar Isaac's in it. <laughs> Women love Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Because That's actually true.
1: Because Oscar Isaac is actually a woman.
2: He's such <laughs> a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell what gender he is. Exactly. He is actually gender fluid. Did you know that? Did you know that he's gender fluid? Can we um, hashtag this episode as feminism now as well, so we can get a whole bunch of new listeners when we tag it online? Yep. Cool.
1: Hashtag Ralph too.
2: I have to tell you that going into SoundCloud and hashtagging all the old episodes, the one where we talked about you being in France, I put the hashtag of Tour Tour de France, Tour de France, Tour de
1: Ouch. To France. Ouch.
2: To tour de France. Tour de France, and that has. Three or four times the amount of listens that any other episode has because people thought it was us breaking down the two (laughs) of us, and it was just us being idiots.
0: We should do like like uh, fake episodes of like uh, very popular like news and and sports. Well,
2: this one's breaking down the Handmaid's Tale because we spent how long talking about it? (coughs) Maybe thirty-two seconds. Thirty-two seconds.
1: (laughs) Put them all up. Put them all up, (laughs) dude.
0: I actually watched a lot of films on the plane back, actually. Um, and one that stood out was American Animals. I think it's at the cinemas in Australia now. It's about these dudes who steal like, a painting and stuff. It was pretty interesting because it's kind of like half fiction film, but they also uh, interview the actual people that did it and stuff. And they're um, in the film as well. Um, Who's in it?
1: Any. Oh, like No one famous. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? It um new movies new releases and stuff that you saw on the plane
0: um i watched avengers infinity war did you like it i actually really like that yeah so did i i missed out on a couple of the later uh, marvel films and so i didn't get a lot of the references but i was quite impressed i was like they're really like it's actually a really cool movie. who played josh brolin josh brolin did oscar
2: isaac yeah oscar isaac plays in the x-men film he plays
1: the apocalypse. apocalypse. Actually, the apocalypse it? is yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yeah,
2: yeah. With no makeup, his acting's just so good that he became blue. Yeah, I think we've done that joke before. Mm. I love it. I think it. we have. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's on one of the old episodes though. Before we, the ones that aren't are no longer available. That's right. For the for the truth, the lost tapes.
0: What happened to those episodes? Actually, they're cause lost. Because they I listened uh, and they were cool, man. What's up with that? They're
1: lost. Maybe one day they'll they'll be released. They'll get re released Post- when we when we get to
2: ten thousand yeah. listens per episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to put those up so we're probably around 9,996 be a additional listens mm, away release yeah
1: um, I was going to ask you although
2: something although if you send $100 to us right now over paper we will send you a cassette tape with the old episodes has anyone seen
1: Penny Dreadful?
0: no I have not I have not either
2: I no. also have not okay talk, talk, us, talk us through it
1: I haven't seen it yet <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is the new segment of the show <laughs> called Things We Haven't Seen.
1: <laughs> but yeah, anyway.
2: Well, um, where did that come from? What do you mean? What do you, what's going on?
1: I have no idea. It just came to me. Okay. Yeah, I just remembered. I came. Uh, I was flicking through Netflix and came across Penny Dreadful and I have I thought it might have been you off that said it was good. But yeah, something that... It's got yeah. Ava Green in it. Chicken act. So Ava Green,
2: talk to me. I don't know who that is. Uh, the Filming French
1: it? actress who is in... Um, Cassina Royale with Daniel Craig, Bond, the Bond I'll chick.
2: Have, I'll have to look her up. I can't think. Ava Green. Raph, do you know who Ava Green is?
0: No, but I thought you were speaking about Ava Mendez.
1: Not Evergreen. Green. Eva she speaks... <coughs> yeah. <coughs> she's very French, but she speaks perfect English. You can't tell. <coughs> has no accent. How's your she's French? She's a very good actress.
0: How's your French joke after being in France?
1: Uh, terrible. Terrible. Oh, I, we basically just spoke to, in, in English to everyone. And um, uh, I think just due to the yep that's a uh, due to the she's not green the the, t- the tourism now. I guess everyone you can pretty much go anywhere in the world. I think and, and get away with just speaking English. Mm. Um, yeah.
3: Alf, how's your I- French? La merde. <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, Am I the only I person
2: know. here? Can we do a few minutes in Spanish now? Just um, I mean, a person who doesn't speak Spanish. that's so just. Talking Spanish amongst yourselves for a minute. Oh, I blow my nose.
1: <laughs> no, no,
2: speak English. Si, si. ¿Cómo estás? Muy, muy bien. Muy bien, yeah.
1: Gracias. Si, ya. Yeah. Si. Si, si. <laughs> what was it? I'm trying to remember this, this thing that I saw. Or, um, <laughs> this funny video that these guys did. It was like a talking moose. I think, Alfie, you've seen it. And they had like this. Um, it was like animal a, or chocolate. It was, a, it, was a, it was an animal. Okay. And basically, they had it was kind of like a candid camera type scenario. And they had this like dead moose on top of a car, and, and it would talk to people as people walk past. <laughs> okay. And this, uh, yeah, this Latino guy walks past because the moose was talking to him. And um, he said, i <laughs> oh, not. I'd, I'd not speak English." And what does the moose say? <laughs>
3: Can't remember, but it's hilarious. I'll, I'll I'll put it in the podcast notes yeah. and yeah, yeah, look it up. Just it's so it's funny, it. it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Where is it from? What what what? I have no idea. All right, we'll put the link up on there. I love to look it up. Hmm. Let's talk comic books. Who's been reading comic books lately?
0: Um, I believe that's a reference to me. So I'll answer that question. I was at the Impact Records Comic Book Festival in Greymouth Place yesterday.
2: What were you doing there as a, as a start?
0: I was uh, I was manning the Day of the Dead stall in selling, uh, like, Mexican handicrafts and handing out flyers. For what? The Dead when's time. the Day of the Dead festival It is the 10th of November. In Canberra? In Canberra at the Ainsley Arts Centre. We can talk about that later. Let's get our comic books in first because this is funny. And I was, um, I, I saw a dude who I met when I was working on this zombie film. And his name is Tim, and he is also a local comic book creator. And so I bought one of his comic books, which is called Cool Kids Punch Nazis. Um, And he was saying that it's actually made up of... um,
2: Local uh, artists? Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, He's the writer, but the actual... Local Nazis? No, actually, uh, international Nazis. But the artwork is actually public domain, so he actually downloaded the artwork from and he like rewrites he, he rewrote specifically this one uh, with his own stuff uh, I thought that was like a very interesting idea mm. it's like a remix so it's man. a good, good comic book? it's awesome, yeah, it's, a, it's about punching Nazis man. Yeah.
2: I have to say, I think the word Nazi in about 19, probably right after the last Harrison Ford the proper, last proper Indiana Jones film the mm-hmm. word Nazi jumped the shark mm. it's done people use it for everything now I think it. They're like, oh, I'm it's, a grammar Nazi it's, it's or I'm a, a soup it's, Nazi. It's like lost uh, a lot of its meaning. Yeah, these, like I've this is it. like, it's become this like throwaway term.
0: Isn't it like a rule where if in like, comic like, f- films and books, if um, if you have no in like an argument, you, if if you've got to reference Nazism or fascism, then you've lost the argument. There's a term
2: for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and those rules are a bit fascist in and of themselves. They're like, oh, you, you can't say certain words because then I win. It's if you say a word, well. I win. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if you say in an argument, oh, the 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 party in Germany that was in control in World War II was the Nazis. But you don't lose the argument for saying that.
0: People don't... Yeah, like the actual... It's stupid. Po- policies of fascism and the Nazi party are like not what people thought, I think. Like it's just the term are thrown around a lot like oh this guy's like a crazy person hmm. but no. yeah ah. like in america
2: when they're like <laughs> oh these guys are all nazis it's like no they're not they're just crazy idiots they're not nazis nazis were a specific thing from 80 years ago and if they were Nazis, 70 years f- ago f- f- f-
0: there would be a lot more like politically engaged like they would yeah. actually know like more yeah
2: there would be a political yeah. party not just a bunch of yeah. losers marching and mm-hmm. being like being fascist? Being no, they're <laughs> not even fascist They're just losers. In
1: in, anyway. in 21st century, yeah. he spends a bit of time talking about fascism and actually oh, yeah? speaks about that point. It's, it's a term that just gets thrown around, yeah, and yeah. you know, if if you do anything that might be, you know, deemed to be controversial or whatever, it's mm. uh, you know, you're a fascist.
0: It's interesting because yeah, like it's like being called a hater. <laughs> mm. um, while I was overseas, I had a free time, and as I was connected into and stuff I was on facebook a lot more than I would normally be on and all the political things that happened while I was uh I was overseas got finding out about those through the medium of Facebook and stuff was quite interesting
1: outrage you're talking about outrage culture or, or? Yeah,
0: everything like that yeah. man yeah like it's it's uh it's it's like a strange <coughs> phenomenon man I think in in future years it's sociologists will really be mining at times for a lot of interesting like uh, theories about stuff like this man, it's crazy
1: so before we did this podcast i was talking to my mum about outrage culture um so you know she started to use facebook more recently and mm. she was just telling me about some lady in chile and uh, she got caught for drink driving and and she was explaining to me how this lady has just been picked apart and destroyed you know mm. publicly and very openly mm. and um she couldn't understand that. she's like what's going on? what's wrong with people uh and And I was explaining to her, yeah, this is social media, this is outrage culture, and this is what happens um someone makes a mistake and they you know metaphorically get stoned um, <coughs> um it's like it's yeah, it's like a public uh uh stoning basically yeah
0: exactly yeah and um yeah, like d- d- social media is that it's almost like a public square, but there's no rules relating mm. to, to it specifically because, like, Facebook r- refuses to be considered a publishing company because all the rules are different for mm. that as well, you know. So, I think in like five, ten years, I think all that stuff is going to be like, uh, all regulated in a very different way a lot more like rules and checks and balance, and protecting people as well, I think, yeah,
2: and protecting corporations.
0: And it's all, yeah, like, it's all funded by corporate money because we're all being Brave sold new world. everything, man, yeah. Brave new mm-hmm. world. I'm looking forward to not being on Facebook, actually, a lot, I think.
2: Alf, are you looking forward yeah, to yeah. not
0: being on Facebook?
3: I'd like to not be on Facebook, but, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hard not to be. <laughs> Although, I don't, like, I, I don't partake that much anymore. I'm just there for, um, you know, communicating with friends and family mostly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah for that for that it's it's awesome especially when you see like albino kangaroos it's good yeah, to have yeah, Facebook
2: yeah. <laughs> I love that I don't even call it Facebook anymore I call it albino kangaroo watch <laughs> and I get on there every day we should, get him on the
0: page, p- man,
1: we should get him on the podcast
4: mm.
2: he doesn't talk a lot albino kangaroo don't know don't know have you spoken to him did you ask him to come on the podcast I waved That'd be a nuts podcast with a kangaroo trapped in this studio, just trying to get out, and we're just like putting headphones on him, and he's jumping everywhere and breaking stuff. He's big. Can he's a big boy. It was big. Yeah. We might have to declaw him.
3: Can you, like, next time you see him, can you like videotape yourself and go up to him and try to interview him? Was it? <laughs> just ask him a few questions for us.
1: I shall. But I have been keeping my eye out for uh, for him, but I haven't seen him. Okay. I've seen him twice, but not in the last couple of weeks. Um speaking of facebook and social uh media the last week since ufc 229 uh highly controversial that's all like apparently like google um yeah. twitter that's just been it went through the roof like the whole Cono Kibib thing what happened yeah. there that was like number one
3: <coughs> Went bananas yeah. yeah
1: it's starting to settle down now a little yeah. bit but you
0: know. well that's what i heard about it man yeah like just posts and stuff and i was like I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, so but uh, I found out through those mediums, yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you hear anything about, were you in Ecuador when they last weekend? You uh, would have
0: been. I was in Ecuador, yeah. Yeah. yeah, th- yeah.
1: That wouldn't have mentioned. In, I don't think UFC would be that big in, in, in Ecuador.
0: Yeah. But like all my feed is like Australia yeah. related and stuff as yeah. well. So yeah. A lot of people are into yeah UFC and stuff. Definitely in Brazil. In Brazil, it's huge. Yeah.
1: <coughs> yeah. Cool. That was interesting.
0: What did you think of it, Joe?
1: What did I think? Of what? The fight or the controversy?
2: Let's rewind to the UFC 229. How many fights did you care about? Which ones were they? What did you think of them?
1: Um, The ones that I cared about. So, Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. cared about that one. Um, Okay, we'll talk
2: you through that one first.
1: So, Tony Ferguson, I think is underrated. Um, Very unorthodox and complete all-round fighter. Very dangerous. I think people, because they underestimate him, Makes for exciting fights. Um, So, other than that fight, Waterson and Herig, that was interesting.
2: Stop whispering. Stop whispering. Yeah, I think the Tony Ferguson fight was there because they wanted Ferguson to step in in case Conor or Khabib got hurt or suspended or something happened. They didn't want to have an empty headline they wanted one of them to still fight so they got him to prepare for 12 weeks for them he wasn't preparing for pettis he was preparing for them and he fought pettis at the last minute mm. even though pettis was on the card the whole time would you agree
1: yeah yeah definitely which would have been ironic if something had happened between say mcgregor and yeah. then and then we would have ended up with ferguson and can be, which i think should actually be the next fight well it will be now uh maybe no actually with
2: with 2.4 million buyers it's just going to be a rematch (laughs) Khabib can say whatever he wants about not wanting to fight Conor McGregor again it'll be they'll sell more who knows that's a lot of money because he can command the money now he didn't get paid anywhere near as much as Conor last time but now he's the proper champ like he was the champ before but he wasn't really because who did he beat he beat he beat like a guy ranked number 11 to win the belt and no one had the belt Mm. he didn't beat a champ to get the belt that's true no one had beaten Connor until that fight. Even though he was listed as the, the champion, Connor was still the champ. That's, why, that's how everyone watched that and yeah, saw that he fight. He never
1: defended it either.
2: That was him defending it and he lost it. In reality. No. Well, he'd never lost it. That was his first fight since winning it.
1: He never defended it.
2: That was him defending it. In the, in the public's eye, no one had beaten him yet. They were waiting for him to lose. Does that make sense? I'm not saying if it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's how most people viewed it. They want to, if, if he'd beaten Khabib, they would have just said, oh yeah, he's still the best.
1: Now everyone I, says... I didn't say it that way. <laughs> if
2: Conor had won, everyone would have said Conor's the best, right? Maybe, don't know. Maybe. I guess what I'm saying is the reason Khabib is now considered the best is because he beat McGregor. Right.
1: Depends who you talk to.
2: Who did anyone think Khabib was the best before he beat McGregor?
1: I think a lot of people did.
2: So why did he need to fight McGregor if he was already considered the best?
1: Ask Dana. <laughs> it's all about the money.
2: <coughs> Dana, can you tell me why?
1: What do you think, Elf? Of, of the fights.
3: I th- I thought they were pretty interesting. Very, uh like I'm I'm not. A big follower of the of the ufc but just you know being in the in the room with so many people watching it you know getting caught up with the atmosphere was pretty pretty interesting and just watching them go at it it's pretty fun i thought i thought it was a good it was a good fight there's yeah. a lot of
1: blood in that second last one yeah yeah totally desensitized to that now as well like i watch that and i've got zero zero problems with it when i first started I thought, it gross Blood going everywhere,
3: else. yeah, someone else's
1: blood all over you. That was no, it was
3: being bathed in blood, basically, yeah. It's pretty
1: combat sports, pretty, pretty crazy stuff.
3: But that's your Mo- thing, right? It's modern
1: modern day gladiators. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love watching it. I just um. And in more last few months, I've started to follow uh watch a lot of the other uh a lot of the other companies. So there was a Bellator on today, so this morning I was mm. watching Bellator, um, watching the Jiu Jitsu World Championships and stuff that they do in Brazil because that's that's pretty big. J- w- watching competitive jiu jitsu those uh is really weird. Like it's you c- like anyone can watch the UFC and, and you know will sort of understand what's going on. But yeah. you try and watch competitive jiu jitsu and it's it it's very different.
0: That's one where everyone's (coughs) just on the floor doing technical locks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not very visual if you don't know what the specificity of the moves are, right? Yeah, and there's
1: no striking. Mm. There's no kicking. Um, You're fighting within a a, a very contained space. Mm. And uh, if they go outside of the boundary, then the referee asks the competitors to stop and mm. stay in that position that kind of just pushes them back in drags them oh. back into that same <laughs> position so they can That's funny, yeah. they can continue it's, it's it's really weird it's really weird now a lot of the brazilian jiu-jitsu like the guys who founded bjj they don't really believe in competitive bjj they mm. you know bjj for them was made for self-defense it's not you know, not for not for the Olympic sport. Not it's not an Olympic sport. Sorry, it's not for it's not a, it's not a sport. It's it's a it's a martial art for self defense. Mm. Yep. So they um, they uh, they don't buy into it.
0: Yeah. <coughs> Would you ever consider doing like, uh, like uh, doing that as well? Like you yourself, actually. J-
1: well, yeah. I mean, um, like
0: like competing and stuff like competing. That?
1: Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I think it'd be cool, but. injuries is probably the biggest concern Mm. and if i was going to compete i would have to devote more time to it and i you know the choice between doing jiu-jitsu and riding a bike i have a lot more fun riding my mountain bike so yeah hand me your your headphones so yeah but yeah the biggest problem is injuries you get hurt if you do martial arts, you get hurt. You're going to get hurt. How so is your shoulder going, to? A little bit better.
2: Have you seen a physio about it?
1: I have. Uh, I saw one guy, didn't really like the advice that he gave me. I thought he was just guessing.
2: Was oh, just you spoke about that before, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah.
1: And then I saw someone else. Um, she basically said, let's give it two weeks. I'm actually going back there this Wednesday. And there is a mild improvement. So I've been doing a lot of band work. Yep. Um, and that helps. And she said, we can try ultrasound after two weeks if there's like no improvement or minimal improvement. So we'll see how it goes, but it is slowly
2: getting better. Yeah. How long is it since you've done jujitsu? Then since um, you uh, heard it, three months.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just before
2: I went overseas, that time flew, didn't it? Seems Did. crazy. Seems crazy. But I miss it.
0: <coughs> I haven't done uh, a capoeira for like ten months, man, and my body is like totally feeling it, man. Yeah, it's like. It's just didn't do any other exercise. Ta- but from that man,
1: Take me through a, a typical capoeira. Um, um, uh, routine
0: like a training session, yeah. But with uh in Capoeira in, s- in Senzala which is based here in, in Canberra. And we've got a uh, mestre from Brazil, his name is Rodrigo. And is that the
1: dude with the fuzzy hair?
0: No, he's got late like, and super short hair. Okay,
1: um, there was one bloke that did Capoeira who I used to know from UC Gym, and I think yep. this is probably about the time when he s- first started doing, he had big yep. hair, he was a really nice guy, he used to lift weights and shit.
0: Yeah but there's a few groups here in the city but the only one I'll run by a Brazilian is the capoeira in Zalo so one. what's his name? Rodrigo Rodrigo
1: okay because yeah. uh, there's a Rodrigo Brazilian who <laughs> does capoeira and jiu-jitsu who I know from jiu-jitsu
0: that's actually it's probably him because he actually does jiu-jitsu as well man, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like rides a motorbike skin yep. and he's got short hair with a bit of a bit of grey in it yep he's
1: yeah. is is a thin guy yeah yep.
0: Yeah. Well, that's my message yeah, and he yeah. rides bike yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah nice guy
0: um Super nice guy. He he's,
1: he's only like a he's a striped white belt um, jujitsu, and he's really good, man. He's really really well, good.
0: That guy's a, a, a red cord in capoeira, and that means he's been he's been doing that for like thirty five years, man. It's like it's the master level, you know. So that's right. yeah, but yeah. So we um a stretching at the start, I'll warming up the body, and then. Um Kabaddi is interesting because it's like putting pieces of a puzzle together. Um, so as a lot of specific moves and sequences of moves, it's almost like a language, like a kick transitions, tips of transitions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we would probably tra- train a bit of transitions and moves and stuff, and then um, then the whole ritual of kabaddi is the actual game, the uh, the And So that's when you actually are in a circle. There's always music. It, it's a major... It's an integral part of it because it's not just the martial art. It's also music and language as well.
1: That's people clapping in yeah, to the music yeah, and, and at then at jumping at in and that's... And like singing
0: in Portuguese and yeah. playing specific instr- instruments. So all the training is so that you can actually play the game uh, um, in the circle as well. So it's two people at a time and you just kind of freestyle, you know? Like it, it, it's like a conversation and someone does something and then you do something back um it de- depends on the intensity of the music what style of game there's like uh big games where you do a lot more kicks and stuff or there's like internal games where it's a lot more close close together and stuff like that but
1: so that's the equivalent of sparring i guess because there's never any actual contact when you
0: look there is g- contact and there are takedowns and stuff like it's not yet yeah, um, but it depends on The culture of the group And the person as well Like If they want to take you down They can take you down If they want um, it, There's no hitting But obviously People get Hit if they don't move out of the way The um,
2: people get hurt Pretty badly Do you ever get like, like A really move. aggressive Capoeira go Just beats everybody F- up
0: Fuck yeah man Yeah There's um, It's always interesting When you Play with games With people From another school And they've got A very much more Aggressive culture And stuff And then mm-hmm. And then they play someone from your school. Um and you just see that and see how they interact and stuff. But there's no punching, but it's more like what's the t- worst thing that's t-takedowns. happened to you? Um not much man. Like I'm I'm not at high level. You've been kicked? Of course yeah yeah. People kick you? Yeah. Takedowns is always to be interesting because literally you get taken down in one way or another. Um until you're on the floor You know So it's kind of embarrassing How, how do people take you down?
1: Bit. Is it shooting at the legs Or
0: There's There's Heaps of combinations But it's usually um, Like leg related A bit of tripping stuff. Yeah But um, There's heaps away It's more like timing Like if you Think five steps ahead And then you can manipulate Where they are And then you get them in it Position They just do like a, a, a Simple you sweep And then they go down
2: yeah. Has anyone ever done a marriage proposal takedown when you've been at Capoeira? Where no. they've got them where they wanted and then suddenly they, they proposed to them on no, one knee?
0: That's like a separate school of, hmm. of martial arts, like marriage martial arts. Marriage martial arts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Joe, at Jitsu, has that ever happened? No, that's never happened. I'd love to see that happen where they just suddenly someone's got them down in there on one knee and they go, Will you marry me? And they're like, Oh, oh. They're, they needed to do a combination to get them there. Alf Alf What are you thinking about all this?
3: I'm enjoying the, the conversation Well Alfie You used to do martial
1: arts thinking. as well You were doing Krav Maga Yeah Krav Maga oh, yeah.
3: Assume, yeah yeah, That's the, the Israeli it, it, defense force if, if there
1: was ever yeah. one martial art Where it was I've got to kill my opponent Yeah th- all Where about that was it. the objective To kill your opponent yeah. In the quickest mm-hmm. possible way Getting that's out it.
3: of there As quickly as possible Yeah Yeah it's crazy Quick takedowns Yeah mm.
2: Yeah that's very different to my one Where you're going to marry your opponent As quickly
3: yeah, as you yeah. can Yeah yeah no, no 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 This is a bit different Yeah
2: in like the number, of the the ranking you are, there's a gold belt and that's just the equivalent. Of you have like wedding rings on it. You can get married up to 35 people before you become like the official <laughs> marriage martial arts counsellor. And you can just like teach people how to get over like small fights and who should do the dishes and take the garbage out and stuff like that.
1: Can you do the, the one hand, can you hold your body weight with one hand? Have you built that
0: uh, upper body strength? No, it's, um, I can do the... Kind of side one with two hands, with yeah. Two hands. yeah, yeah. And, but I haven't trained in like ten months, and so I'm like mad rusty. But I did want to say that the reason I like it is because of the music as well. Like, hmm. it's you don't just do it without the music. Like you can't do it without the music. Yeah. yeah. It's um yeah. Yeah, because the whole thing, man. It's, the, it's, it's awesome.
1: The history behind it is that the slave masters wouldn't let the slaves fight. Um, yeah. so they had to disguise the training yeah, through yeah, music exactly yeah. yeah,
0: and it comes from the Angolan part of Africa as well. and it was always associated with the resistance and the um, the street people and stuff, you know um, and in the colonial period in Brazil, apparently all the sons and daughters of the Portuguese a- aristocracy, would um would be totally into this into this capoeira stuff and their parents like oh, what are you the way doing this but they love the man it was like street stuff and then later on um all the members of the of the colonial police were ac- actual capoeiristas and stuff as well um and it's changed a lot now and it's considered um a national treasure in Brazil mm. now but the history is super deep and um, is it evolving yeah very much so because it's not there's no official like global organization that controls it all and if you know a bit about the culture you can see why because it's it's all um master uh, like lineage based Mm -hmm. so um yeah and it's also like part of the kind of the uh, the rebellion they they just wouldn't no one's gonna let it be globally organized because it doesn't need to be because it sparks um it sparks by itself like you don't uh, like need a specific global organization uh, like running everything but there's capoeira groups in every single city in the world i think i was in uh, indonesia i had a capoeira event there and they've got like a massive culture there in indonesia as well of it. um yeah because you did some traveling
1: over there for that didn't you yeah, yeah
0: yeah it was um the group here in canberra um went to indonesia and those guys, they move in a totally different way. I man, it's, it's so much more fluid and stuff. Mm. Um, but it's got a bit in cultural history, man. A lot of um, oral history, storytelling. Um, all the songs is all in Portuguese, and they all tell stories about previous masters, about famous games that happened. About um, it's all poetry. It's all poetry coded in in like natural symbolism and stuff but it also has a lot of poli- political and, uh, and social commentary and stuff about what's happening in the world so it's got all, it's got all this other stuff so it, uh, while martial arts is a part of it um i think it's pretty unique in what it offers um mm-hmm. as a participant as part of the culture i guess yeah
2: which leads me into <coughs> one of our new sponsors CapoeiraOnline.com.au. <laughs> if you go there and sign in with the code word beast monkey podcast you get 10 percent off all capoeira based chess sets and, and mugs as well mugs yep. and
1: drums
0: and drums and marriage proposal kits you should try it sometime i think you'd be you'd be into it i think it's super it's different i think yeah. I'd, I'd like to give it a go Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. um yeah. Are you planning on getting back into it? Like now um, that you're
0: straight up, I have to man. Otherwise, I'll just be like mad unfit. And how, how many
1: days a week were you doing?
0: I think I was doing two days a week uh, normally, but there's yeah, like classes, but four times a week.
1: And were you doing anything else other than that? Like to sort of...
0: No, that's the only... Personal fitness? Physical exercise. He was coming
2: around to my place once every six months to do a weight session. Originally it was meant to be two or three times a week, but we settled on the once every six months.
0: And also riding bike in transport and stuff. Yeah. 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 And also punching Nazis as well.
2: And (laughs) are you going to be doing the cold shower challenge that I'm giving you?
0: Uh, No, I'm not going to be doing that. Why not? Well... Unless I can give you a challenge. No, fuck challenge.
2: you. Do the cold shower one. No. You don't give me shit. I <laughs> give you shit. Yeah.
1: I, I'd like to give everyone the two minute shower uh, uh, challenge because that it's, one's, it's the ethical thing to do. That
2: one's directly disproportionate to the one that I'm asking people to do.
0: I want to challenge you to put your in toilet paper in a bin instead of challenge in a toilet bowl.
2: I'm <laughs> going to challenge you to shit into your kitchen sink. <laughs> How's that? I'm going to challenge you. It sounds
0: good. I can do that one, man. Yeah.
2: Okay, by the time you get back here, I want you to have had four cold showers, four weight sessions, and four fiancés by the time you're back, back here.
0: I'm done. You can do
2: that
3: for sure.
2: Alf? Sir? So, are you going to do the cold showers?
3: I I want an honest reaction. Yeah. I don't want
2: you to, don't, don't baby me. I'm not a child.
3: Dude, I love my warm showers, my hot showers. I have those I at night.
2: I have those at night still. I but love in the them. morning,
3: it's what, what recharges my, my batteries.
2: I used to love them too. love them. But now when I have a hot shower in the morning, I feel groggy You know, maybe, maybe,
3: maybe I'll try because it's coming up to summer.
2: Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I like that kind of optimism. Yeah. Hey.
3: Maybe I'll give it a go. Okay, I'll give it a try. Five minutes. Five minutes.
2: After three, the first three days are hard. The first three days are hard and then you will enter into non-shivering thermogenesis and all your white fat cells will turn into brown fat cells and you will burn fat a lot easier and you'll feel better.
1: Then there's other proteins as well that you've... Body generates that help with recovery. So yeah. yeah, if if
2: you're if you're doing strenuous
3: exercise, I'll um I'll let you know how I go. I'll, I'll give it a go.
2: I look forward to it. Alright. Maybe All you right. could post an update. Maybe you could do a diary on the Beast Monkey Facebook
3: group.
0: Or We could do like a selfie in the shower or something.
3: <laughs> sure, if if you want that, I'll do that for you. Do a yeah.
1: video. Oh, do a video and then put it up on the Facebook.
0: <laughs> sure.
2: Of and you see in the shower. Just like a full body shot in the shower We want proof Just cha- shower dick pics <laughs>
1: That's a challenge for everyone listening
2: <laughs> It's oh, a new form of martial art
0: I don't know man, I can do that one for sure Yeah, done
2: you like, I've got maybe a thousand of those already Ready to upload
0: I've got like five Physical um, Physical The lost, physical the photo lost albums. tapes
2: <laughs> The lost Anyone who wants to pay $100 dollars will send you out photos of Raph's dick <laughs> On cassette that can only be played on the screen by putting it into a Commodore 64 cassette deck.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Who had one of those? Commodore 64s where the games were on cassette tape. Oh, I had that. I you had, had, had tape that? Deck. Yep. Yeah. Where is that now?
1: I have no idea. I don't know what happened to it. I, isn't it funny? Like, you, you sort of think back to your childhood and things that, you know, were very special to you, like objects and toys and stuff like that. And then I'm trying to remember, like, what happened to that stuff. No idea. No idea. I remember what happened to my Nez Ness
2: What happened to your Nez?
1: I lent it to An And then I never saw it again <laughs>
2: <laughs> And because of that She refuses to come on the podcast Because she knows We're going to question her about it
1: That's why she married me She felt guilty She lost
2: my shit So it's like ooh. And Then you pulled on a, a takedown You're So like, that was
0: good year, <laughs> like marriage Martial arts man She played you play well man Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and She
2: boxed me in a corner yeah. She's like hey let me borrow That <laughs> Nintendo system Oh And we're getting married yep she boxed you in yep that's how she did it speaking of NES my little brother Fred is over in Denmark right now and I gave him and his wife Kathy uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System the micro one the new micro one and they're playing that is he listening to this I don't know I'll send him a link
1: tell him Fred shout out
2: shout out to Fred shout out to Rick shout out to Fred it's funny because most of the people we give shout outs to are in the room today
0: it's actually weird Being on the other side Of eating podcasts now Like I have I've Transitioned through The looking glass now Because I would I, I would I would listen to you guys every, Like every single time In Ecuador It was like I was in the room With you guys Yeah Having this conversation with you That's cool And yeah. now
2: me and Joe Are in Ecuador
1: mm. uh, We fooled everyone <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> People don't even realise That Ecuador is actually In Canberra
0: It's like one of the new suburbs In Canberra I was just in Canberra The whole time I <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh damn. Alf.
3: Yes. What are you doing? I'm trying to post some photos on the Facebook.
1: Live photos.
3: Live photos. Live
1: photos, photos <laughs> yes. So Chris and I yesterday were talking about live video. A live video stream for this. Oh yeah. But um yeah, getting that to work
2: successfully so that it's a, it's
1: it's actually
0: I uh, think the best worthwhile. one would be like just streaming it on Facebook or something. Do we, we want to do it live right? though
2: or do we want to yeah. do post post upload? I would like to do it live. I reckon that'd be cool. Because we don't do live audio yet. It's still live
0: um, through the, the Facebook and stuff but then getting a good audio feed would be the only technical it, issue. There'd be
2: massive problems. i don't only want to do it if we're doing it in like archival quality, 4K. I can find, I
0: can find <laughs> out. Mm. I know people who do that stuff here. Um, yeah. I'm sure... Uh, it's impossible to get the feed of our, of our mics up on a live video. I would, yep.
4: yeah.
2: I'd want a l- I'd want a wide shot and then two close-ups at least. And some lighting. And obviously lighting, yeah. Some yeah. LED lights. But I want cameras that use lenses. I don't want I don't want I don't want any light. I don't want any cheap camcorders uh, uh, for this.
0: I would have to put light like, pants on and stuff if we're going to be on screen as well. No. Nah. And stop no, all of the
2: random kissing not all. that's <laughs> going on.
1: All the touching, Alf.
0: Stop, t- stop touching me, Alf.
3: <laughs> Can't help it
2: That's one thing about having everyone in the room today Alf has been so handsy That it's been a constant Like it's been like an MMA fight that, That's why we've had these
1: moment, moments of silence And the dogs barking Because, you know, Lucy objects to that kind Well, it's of not behaving. actually
2: the dogs That's just us <laughs> Trying to keep Alf's hands away I'm actually, From our throats and mouths
0: I'm actually sharing Mike with Alf And his, his hands are all over me all, all the time All the time Stop it Let's Let's let go of Raph Don't stop out It feels nice
2: Oh you guys are going to have to have a long shower A two minute shower after this You can have a cold shower together while the podcast is going on Why don't you two go have a cold shower together
1: See this is what I mean If we had a live stream we could do all of that We could film live.
2: We don't have a shower in the studio
0: though Have you guys thought of actually doing the podcast while you guys are in the shower uh, remotely as well. Showercast. Think... We'll,
1: we'll um we'll put Rode. a camera Showcast in the water. Road do a great mobile phone um, microphone, so maybe we can yeah. give that a go. Yeah, that's We're, be we're sponsored by Road.
2: We are sponsored at Road Online. We are actually sponsored by blindsonline.com.au. If you want to go there, you can get all your blinds, put in the password. I actually went there and the website podcast. doesn't
0: exist, so I don't know what you're talking about. Joe? I actually tried that because I wanted blinds. You're blind. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You're so blind. Wait, does blinds online not exist?
1: <laughs> it exists.
2: I'm going to check it right now. I'm a little upset. What do you mean it doesn't exist? They're blinds great online. blinds. Blinds online.
1: Chris, you need some blinds. I think, Alf, you need some blinds at your house as well.
3: Do you know what I need more than blinds? I've already got blinds at my house. I need money. Much. And I think I did get them from blinds online. You did? With the discount. Did you Did you put in the beast
2: monkey? Beast
4: monkey. Oh, the, uh, the site's
3: gone down. What? Oh, no, it's there. The it's con- there. It's there.
2: And you go, put in the password, Podcast, and you get 80% off all blinds.
1: Yeah, the prices are so ridiculous. It wouldn't surprise me if they're going out of business. That's why, yeah. you know, the website only works like one hour a day.
0: Maybe there was uh, too much traffic when I was checking it, maybe.
1: Yeah, because all of our listeners. They all, you know, <laughs> they're, just, they're putting them out of business. Oh. Mm. Oh. Cool. Oh. So, so we, we've, covered, we've covered some audio books. We've covered some movies. We've covered a little bit of... Audiobooks, I haven't said what I'm listening to.
4: What are you listening to? Let's go to?
2: back to audiobooks. I've just finished listening to the Robert Galbraith new book called Lethal White, number four in the Cormoran Strike you novels. This is very
1: obscure stuff. That's not
2: obscure. It's a bestseller written by the woman who writes Harry Potter. And she's got a fake name of Robert Galbraith and she wrote a detective series. She sure, a so transgender. <laughs> I think it's just a pen name. I don't think she's actually transitioning into being a male.
0: It's interesting that she um, chose a male pen name. That's cool. Because the profile of her as an author is massive. So
2: yeah, that's why she had to do it. If she yeah.
1: wants to be a male, that's... You know, anyway, so I, I listened to the fourth right. one of that and I finished she's it. That's right.
2: And now I've started again back at the first one. And I've just finished listening to the first one. The Cook is Calling again and I'm on to the second one. Because I really like that series and I'm kind of... While I've been going through some drama in my own personal life, I've been listening to that as a bit of a security blanket. And what about podcasts? Podcasts, I've been listening to all my usuals, like the Chris D'Elia one and um, the Ash Williams podcast.
1: Um, Rogan?
2: Occasionally Rogan, they're so long. He releases like nine episodes a week and they're all 10 hours long each. I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? It's hard it's hard I like listening to them when I do but there's so many they stack up Mm -hmm. so quick so I'm like which one do I listen to there's like 10 so I've saved the ones I want to hear and then more come out and then he goes oh two new episodes are available again today and they're all three and a half hours each I don't have seven hours a day to listen to Joe I just
0: dip in and out yeah because I don't know like half of the The guests at all yeah it's a random
2: uh, but the ones you don't know are often the best episodes mm-hmm. so it's like I don't yeah. want to not listen to them so I go back I go through stages of listening to him and then I'll stop for a while because it just gets too much
0: speaking of Rogan there's a new uh, Netflix stand-up special that mm. was released has and anyone watched yes. it? yes it was super weird and seeing him not in the podcast format I was like this feels quite strange I watched the first in five minutes and then, I turned, and then I just turned it off you didn't like it? He was all right, but it was a bit aggressive in the first five minutes, and I was doing other stuff. He's very different
2: in his stand up than he is in his podcast. Way more defensive and way more Mm. like he's very, he seems nervous Mm. compared to the podcast. He seems so comfortable. Yeah. Chris D'Elia is the same. I find a lot of those podcast guys seem so natural and funny on their podcast, and you get them on stage and they're like, oh, I would love. Mm. To see them have the same stage presence that someone like Stuart Lee has, where he's on a podcast and he sounds exactly the same as he does. Because mm. I think their podcast voices are funnier and better. But they're performing a show when they do their stand-up. They've rehearsed it. They've done it a thousand times.
0: you on stand-up, it's, their, it's, their, it's, a, it's a version of their, yeah. pers- of their personality. On the podcast, I guess, it's just them kind of like a yeah. long form. You can get to know them a bit better. That's why it's weird. When they feel like a different person. he feel like a different person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, because a, a podcast captures a conversation that's mm-hmm. entirely different to getting up in front of, you know, thousands of people. and
2: It is definitely. Totally is. different. But I think you could definitely still have that level of comfort. I would love to you see could, him talk the way he talks on the podcast.
1: Those people are far and few, you know.
2: Few and far between, definitely. And it's very hard doing <laughs> what he does do. He is good. Did you watch it, Joe? I you did. Think of it?
1: I did. I actually prefer his older ones um so that i just didn't think the jokes the jokes weren't as good they weren't as funny it was good i enjoyed it but
2: i find with a comedian who performs as often as him that you find it funnier the second and third time you watch it because he's done it so much that he writes them to be funny for him multiple times does that make sense sort of like the more you hear it the funnier it gets because you think about it more and it becomes more comfortable
1: maybe maybe I'll, i'll i'll watch it again another couple of times yeah. but the I, the first yeah. netflix special that he did i thought was, was excellent which was, one
2: was that ah oh, i
1: forget the name of it but i thought it was brilliant and for me it was up there with like the, you know my favorite stuff like you know Chappelle for example um okay. but yeah this one this one was good but i was expecting it to be a lot better and i thought his previous jokes were were, be- were best
0: there's probably like a lot of pressure on him because doesn't he have the biggest podcast in the world like is one of so, the biggest
2: yeah, yeah. he
3: yeah, they
2: say it's the biggest, but I don't know if it's bigger than Adam Corolla.
0: Mm.
1: I I get the sense that he considers himself a stand-up comedian above all, everything else.
0: It's so because everyone knows him as a podcaster well, yeah. more than uh, stand-up. Yeah, yeah. he I, loves
2: yeah. to say that, but yeah. these days he's a podcaster first. Mm. He loves to say that.
1: Well, the reality is, yeah, I would agree. I think mm. he has more um, followers. You know, people know him for his podcasting in the UFC as opposed to the stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, and I think they prefer the work that he does. As for the UFC and as a podcaster, yeah. then his stand-up comedy, but but I his identity—he he, he th- sees himself as a yeah. And the way he describes it is, is obviously very passionate about it, and um, that's that's you know
2: yeah because he has like thirty million downloads a month right now on the podcast.
4: Wow,
1: yeah, it's huge. Thirty million—it's huge.
0: That's obscene.
1: And he's so good at it, though.
0: I've been that long, late like, in three hours, man. I'm like, fuck. Well, he he long did. The hours. longest
1: one I've heard was like almost four hours. It was only like two I've weeks ago. I've it heard it
2: do four hours, yeah. Yeah, it was between,
1: mm-hmm. um, uh, I forget the name, the, the two scientists. Well, in fact, Chris Kessner, who's not a scientist, he's a acupuncturist or something, uh, and another scientist, and they were just debating the whole, yeah, you know, cool. saturated fat, you know, produces cancer, and, you know, vegan versus paleo versus mm. low fat versus. Mm. Yeah, carbs. I've
2: recorded that one to listen to. I've just downloaded it to listen to, but I haven't heard it yet. Was it good?
1: Yeah. It was good, but far out. It's complicated. The whole mm. nutrition thing—it just goes to show how very little we know. It's—it's it's insane.
0: I always think it's just all right. It's everyone's metabolism is, and their their genetics is on a spectrum somewhere so you're trying to find something that's for you and everything else is bullshit i guess yeah. to, a, to an
2: extent mm. but there's seven and a half billion people we don't have seven and a half billion different no, but i mean like your. there's like probably five types n-
0: right exactly yeah like your your genetic heritage and stuff but that's there are so familiar. many factors so, so mm.
1: let's just say for argument's sake that there's five different types right but then there's all the environmental variables as well that mm-hmm. you've got to factor in um you know for example the the wheat that we eat here or the products that are based on wheat will mm. potentially be very different to what exists in Europe or, say, South America because, you know, soil, yeah, yeah. soil yeah. you know, contamination, It'd all that It would be interesting
0: if there was a quick way to almost get a personalised map of your, your genetic you can. and like history and be yeah. um, could to tell them uh, where you grew up and stuff and, stuff. and, and so they can kind read. of map yeah. you, like, That'd be amazing, it'd be like yeah, super good in service, to actually know that, and so you can kind of um, orient your your body stuff a bit better, it'd be interesting.
1: Um, a colleague of mine, Kieran, who I've been trying to get onto this podcast to talk to him about this stuff, so his mum, he was telling me is very into genealogy, I think it is, yeah. and um, Which is like
2: genes, not genies out of bottles, well, right? You've, you've Kieran. met Kieran? Yes, I've met Kieran.
1: So Kieran's relatives Hello, are... Kieran. I think, from the Solomons, I think they are? So... He's the last person you would think would have that kind of heritage, but he's, mm. he's showed me photos of his cousins and stuff like that who live out there. Anyway, um, so yeah, genealogy is definitely something I'd like to yeah, yeah. look into. And people do use that to then, I guess, provide a little bit of insight into perhaps the sort of nutrition that you should yep. align to based on yep. evolution. <laughs> yeah. Your ancestry and stuff, so
2: I've actually been planning on doing one of those genetic tests. Raph, you did one recently. Where, did where, where's your majority of your genes from?
0: Yeah, cool. I got um, there was no real surprise, it was mostly um, like Native American and uh, 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 and a bit of European. But there was, it's up on my Facebook actually. But it was interesting.
2: Can you bring that up? And on oh no. a
0: if I can use someone else's phone because my phone is a horrible phone because I left my phone. On the last t- taxi that I was in In the city of Guayaquil In Ecuador It sounds like a song I left uh, my last phone On the um, taxi out of Ecuador But yeah it was cool like knowing Yeah the, there was um, Spanish all European stuff mm. d- 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 Some Italian stuff Some Native American stuff So sort
2: fun. of for the majority it was like the Mediterranean Europe And um, South American Yeah colombian
0: i was kind of hoping f- some arabic also in turkish or something but yeah. um, uh, i didn't get that now, unfortunately
2: have you done enough no no, no and
3: i don't think i would is.
2: really why not yeah you don't think you would you're not interested in seeing what percentage you've got is from um no wherever
3: no 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 real interest in no real interest in, yeah you're, there?
1: you're half fremen
3: I probably <laughs> am. How great would that would be I if they come be. back? Like, That's awesome,
2: We yeah. think you're not from Earth because
3: I don't think I am actually.
2: It's just too dense. the The muscle tissue around the base is just too dense. Joe, where would you? Have you done it?
1: No, I haven't done it, but I want it.
2: It's a hundred bucks. Mm. I need to do it. When I get my tax back, I'm going to do it. I want to see not. where, because I have no idea. Both of my grandfathers it's were tax adopted, deductible, so huh? it's tax deductible. <laughs>
0: I would be mad I'm an Aboriginal man I really wouldn't find out would How much I Aboriginal an you've an eight eight got man I yeah. think it's an 8th Based
2: yeah. on Rosie based You're on half on black his, Could be six, a, a 16th But It means the other 90% Or 85% Is um, White as shit I don't know where it's from though Because Irish dad.
1: Might explain your obsession <laughs> with, with Conor McGregor
2: I'm not obsessed with him
1: You McGregor. are obsessed with Conor McGregor Chris just face it and You love him
2: There's no evidence for me Being obsessed with him at all I don't particularly like Conor McGregor I thought
1: you loved him
0: no where did you get that from I think you guys are in love with Oscar Isaac if it's going to be anyone right? I'm
2: yeah, definitely yeah. in love with Oscar Isaac what he's he's, no
3: he's the patron saint of this podcast is he yeah. not yeah yeah yes
2: yeah we are yes. Oscar Isaac is actually doing this podcast by himself <laughs> doing four different characters <laughs> four different voices and you can't tell and he well, keeps bringing himself up
1: if you don't believe <laughs> us we'll, we'll put the video up on the uh, Facebook page later on
0: um, yeah so I found it while um, one of the photos I uploaded and I've got from Iberian. Iberian? Pinchilla, which is in like Spain. And Port- Portugal. What percentage Portugal? was that? I can't find the actual percentage, but there's also Native American, which would is like from South America and uh, South European, which was more um, Italian and stuff, I guess. Well. What
1: about your, your yeah. mum looks more um, to be more indigenous
0: uh, heritage? Darker, yeah. 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 There was no African stuff if I can remember right. But I mean, the Iberian do you mean stuff.
2: indigenous South American? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It was about 20%. Because um, your dad looks full Greek. Native, yeah. Your dad was looks actually very Turkish. European. Your dad actually, <laughs> looks full Greek. He's actually Turkish. My dad isn't Turkish.
2: Your dad looks... Yeah, I can see that. Armenian. I think you look Armenian. You kind of look like Kim yeah. Kardashian.
0: I look like a member of the system of a down. You do look Armenian,
2: mm. now mm. that I think about it.
0: I've been called many things and Armenian is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah Ar- Ar- Armenian name council came up to you and said, "Hey, Armenian, come here. Mm. Alf, if you were going to get the testing done, what would you guess your percentages are?"
3: Uh there'd probably be some Spanish in there. Um mostly like the, you know, Chilean native. Yeah. Um would be the the majority of it. Yeah.
1: More from your mum's side. Y-
3: Probably from my dads I would say. really,
1: yeah, check this out guys this okay. is this is interesting. my mum and Alf's dad grew up in the same neighborhood, literally maybe a five minute walk, if that, yeah, it was literally yeah. down the road,
2: and they knew each other or didn't know they, they each knew one? each other, <laughs> yeah, yep. and they came over here,
1: uh yeah, different years, et cetera, yeah, but, yeah, um how crazy is that it's insane it's yeah, to think so it. I, when I went to Chile in, the first time I went back after migrating to Australia my mum went, we went for a walk and she said see that house there that's where Alf's dad, <laughs> uh, grew up
3: that's awesome
2: what's yeah. amazing yeah. about that story is when they were young they would often talk about how their kids were going to do a podcast together
1: <laughs> they predicted it
2: yeah that's the crazy part that's the crazy part that's pretty wild mm. what year are we talking sixties sixties
1: fifties, yeah,
2: fifties yeah. and sixties, yep. yeah, yeah, that's cool,
1: yeah, and my mum was pretty much there until the when she got married, which would have been the early seventies, yeah, and they still have well that house is still within the family mm. today my my auntie lives there, it's pretty crazy,, mm. yeah,
2: it's funny coincidences like that when I was living in Kansas City, I graduated from a high school over there and someone came up to me and they said, your last name's Marlton? And I said, yeah. And they're like, and you're from Australia? And I'm like, yeah. And like, oh, I went to school with your aunt when she was an exchange student in Kansas City 30 <laughs> years ago. Really? Yeah. Isn't that outrageous? Had in,
1: but you were ending up in Kansas had nothing to do with that.
2: Completely coincidental. I ended up in Minnesota at first, and the family I went there was not suited to my personality type or lifestyle goals.
1: They Were they Republicans or Democrats?
0: They're all Satanists.
2: Uh, there was a woman; she was five foot tall and thick, and she uh, she didn't like opening the windows in case a bat flew in.
1: <laughs> Sounds Republican. <laughs> you
0: serious? That
2: was the actual reason. That was the reason. Wow! But would awesome. go and sit outside. She she was. I don't like opening the windows because of my asthma. That's how she sounded. She was five foot tall and And she smoked. No. No, she didn't smoke. She just sounded like that because she was so fat. Um, I spent a lot of those three weeks in the basement watching Comedy Central uh, and then going to the church basketball court. Yes, their church had a built-in indoor basketball court with glass backboards, like Pyrex backboards, like you would get in the most fancy stadiums over here. This town had 2,000 people. Their church had a built-in basketball court indoor that I could go get the key to and go train. And that was cleaned every day. The backboard was polished once a week. It had good quality nets. Basketball is another thing over there. No one else was using it. I would just go there and shoot for two hours a day and then spend the rest of my time watching Comedy Central. That was cool. And I do often wonder what would have happened if I'd made more of an effort to make it work with that. There was a mum and that was it. A mum and a son. And he was 14. And he was cool. 2,000 people 2,000 people it was called Lake Crystal it was about an hour and a half away from a town called or 40 minutes away from Mankato which was a 80,000 people town I think
1: it's still pretty small so far away from Kansas City
2: Oh, no this was in Minnesota so this was three hours away from Minneapolis St. Paul which is a twin city in Minnesota this was I mean I ended up in Kansas City after three weeks I'd complained straight away I'm like I don't want to live in a town with 2,000 people I didn't come here to live in the sticks and they were like look give it a go see how you like it a lot of people don't like it when they first arrive or they're like i'll oh, give it a go eh like a lot of people don't like it when they first arrive but then they <laughs> they'll get into it you know like that they almost sound scottish the the minnesota accent it's like what's that fargo movie and oh it was crazy it was a crazy three weeks and then eventually they complained she complained <laughs> Because so I was I can, like, I was yeah. like, I don't want to be here.
1: I can imagine these people would have been very much like the uh, the cinema audience who were watching Star Wars.
2: <laughs> yeah, everywhere I went, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and like they'd like, say, Hey, how many people live
4: in this town? Two
2: thousand? Oh, stop it! Sh- yeah, and then they'd say, Oh, what do you what do you want to do? What are your goals for this year? And I'd say, Oh, I want to like play on the school basketball team. And they would say to me, Well, you don't know that you're going to make the team, eh? Like we have a lot of good basketball players too in this town I'm like there's 2,000 people here and I train like three hours a day I guarantee you I'll make the team it's fine And like what if you don't make the team though eh? maybe you should have some other goals I'm like no I'm gonna make the team I don't care who's here you've got 2,000 people the school has 200 people from kindergarten through to senior year you're not gonna have enough people for me to not make the basketball team like oh you're being a bit arrogant I think (laughs) I'm like you're calling me arrogant I come from a town with 300,000 people and I was playing basketball with like at, at, at a high level what do you mean and they'd be like oh you, you don't want to have like you, you're new here you don't want to sound like you've got an, an eagle eh?"
1: D- that uh, seriously sounds like oh, an Irish accent
2: I know yeah. they sound Irish a lot of Canadians and Minnesota people sound Irish they just do you look Irish too I don't look Irish at all. I think
1: you look at. do you reckon I don't have Irish? a
0: single Irish I think Irish you smell any. Irish <laughs> <laughs>
2: I reckon that to be honest s- I reckon explain a lot Rath probably got more European blood than I've got
0: I think that is a gross underrepresentation of your whiteness. I think I'm pale.
2: But anyway, so... Have you seen photos of Chris as a kid? Isn't can we get back to that in a, a second? Insane. We'll get back to that. <laughs> it's insane. I'm so beautiful <laughs> as a kid. No, so I was there for three weeks. And then eventually they complained as well. And out of the blue, they said, right, it's eight o'clock at night. We'll have a meeting. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? All the people from the exchange organisation came in and they're like, uh, we've got a flight for you tomorrow morning, tomorrow night at eight o'clock out of uh wherever it is or two d- two days away and you'll be going to kansas city we've got a new family for you i said okay cool and so i ended up in kansas city and that's a whole other story
1: did it seem sudden
2: it was so quick and so did, sudden
1: did you feel that your life was in danger or in danger mm. i'd be scared of you know americans in a town of two thousand people crazy
2: oh no i wasn't afraid of them there was no threatening there was no one threatening there they were all very much living in the sticks because they were afraid of the real world right no, i'm just kidding i don't know they were they were, were they nice. guns they were all nice oh everyone had a gun i never saw any but you knew that they had guns they all had guns it was pretty crazy guns were everywhere Ten thousand people get shot every year in that country shot to death every year
1: i think it's more than
2: ten thousand.
0: but this is also like in the 90s right like it was, it's not exactly how it is now actually. no
2: the numbers were pretty similar in the back yeah. then like even mm. in new york apparently when september 11 happened they um the number of people that were murdered in new york that year is less than the year before and the year after because after even with the additional two thousand who died in the towers because yeah. everyone was being nicer it's to each saying, other I, yeah feel the like goodwill they were like oh I let's was, stop shooting I, each uh, other for uh, a minute uh, uh,
0: we're in community and stuff that's not Yeah, it.
2: let's stop shooting each other And so the death count was lower mm. But the death count was huge
1: 20, 2013 alone was 33,636
2: deaths Really?
1: Yeah
2: Wow, that's way more than I thought <clears throat> Are they all homicides or accidentals? Maybe it's 10,000 homicides Purposeful homicides And there's 20,000 accidental deaths <laughs> Is that including suicides? Yes, yeah,
1: deaths due to injury by firearms Oh,
0: wow Does that include um, deaths due to Marital martial arts.
2: Check this out. Marriage proposals, <laughs> 35,000 deaths. So, back
1: in 2013, estimated to be 89 guns for Yeah, basically one firearm per person. So, what are there? 300, 300 million people?
2: They say 300. I reckon that they say 320. I think there's about 80 million illegal immigrants who do all the slavery type jobs, getting way pay, paid way below. On, on top of that? Yeah. So you reckon there's four hundred? I reckon there's people. 400 million in that country, right, yeah. And,
1: and they reckon there's a, there's at least one gun for every person. It's a lot of guns. But
2: a lot of people have multiples and a lot of people have none. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people will have 20 guns.
1: Yeah.
0: How did you find it in Kansas City after that in small town experience?
2: Oh, I got there and it was warm and it was. <laughs> Humid because it's on the Missouri River. And it was like, nice. you've been to Brisbane. It's just like Brisbane. It's all really hilly, wide streets. It was nothing like what you'd imagine Kansas to be because it's half in Kansas, half in Missouri. Right.
1: right. So it must be, okay, because they have big fields, agriculture and stuff there. So it would be a lot like northern New South Wales. That's border way with Queensland. or That's
2: way out west. This is more like, this is right on the river. It's very hilly. Do they get much rain? Yeah, heaps. Yep. It's, it's green and and drought, lush. It's very and green, very lush. They get a lot of snow in the winter and then it's very green and hot in the summer. Would about you go one back? one and a half million people not to live. You wouldn't live in the States? I don't have a reason to live there. Um, like, I wouldn't live there any more than I'd go live in um, the Ukraine or any other developing nation like the US is. What about Europe?
1: Out of all the places you've been to around the world, if you could pick one... To live in, <clears throat> where would it be?
0: Um, Scotland. Scotland? No, um, <laughs> I would say... Bannockburn. A Spanish-speaking think, uh, I think sp- uh, Mexico. I actually loved it. I studied in Mexico like 10 years ago. And yeah, I think a, a place in Mexico. But it's more about like far beyond the actual country. I think it really depends on the, the city because... Cities vary wildly within nations as well, so and even parts
2: of cities vary
0: yeah, wildly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I uh, I'd also live in in like New Zealand. Um, I found Dunedin an amazing city as well in New Zealand. Super interesting vibe there as well. But it depends a lot of stuff. Um, I agree with you, Chris. That yeah, the the prospect of living in the US is like akin to living in a third world nation as well.
2: Not third world, developing. Not third. Yeah. World, like yeah, second world. Yeah lot of poor people
0: but um it was interesting because in while i was in while i was in ecuador there's a really big uh, like migration crisis in that part of the world with all the the venezuelans fleeing the the insanity of their economy and stuff right now so even in the eight eight months i was there the uh, the amount of venezuelans in the country and in colombia and in the surrounding areas was like Mm. five times as much yeah and when I was d- doing my migration papers and stuff and getting, like, a police check and stuff, um, I was a waiting line with just full Venezuelans, man. And it was it was an interesting, tiny insight into the whole um, migration process and stuff. It, there's a lot of camaraderie and stuff because everyone's kind of a, a community against these um, arbitrary systems and laws and you have to make friends with the security guard and stuff all these ways which to an australian is is like insane but it's just how the world works it's 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 a less bureaucratic but more more human in a way and that's also good and bad as well so it was interesting yeah and and it's only gotten worse as well so it took me about five hours to get my piece of paper and then a friend of mine was there for 11 hours to get the, ex- the exact same paper, man. So, um, so what makes you think
1: it's less bureaucratic?
0: In the sense that, like, um, if that was in Australia, you would know the rules, it'd be posted up on the website or whatever, and everyone would just know exactly what the steps are. Over there, um, there's steps, but they change depending on, like, Things you know, so it's it's a less defined, I guess. Mm. In that sense, I think it's yeah. I'm calling it less bureaucratic. I guess. Because
1: in in Latin America, I would imagine it's quite similar uh, across most countries, but in particular Chile, you get given the runaround. Like it is highly bureaucratic. Yeah, yeah. He, you know.
0: I guess it's the wrong word. It's it's still b- bureaucratic, but it's less precise, I guess, or look uh, yeah. less. Well-defined. Yeah. A- and you have to actually I mean, interact and push and speak to people and people find the way to People are less inclined
1: to, to go yeah. out of the way to help you. They're yeah, more yeah. likely to just sort of, you know, send you to the next person. Yeah. Uh, and if Again, run around.
0: And if they don't help you, then you don't get what you need. So, you just got to make it happen. Otherwise, yeah. you just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was interesting. Yeah.
1: That's uh, one thing that we take for granted here. Yeah. yeah, How yeah. <laughs> our, our life, uh, how easy it can be to sort of, you know, run transactions like that with, yeah. you know, your local council, government, and stuff like that.
4: Yep.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, I wouldn't. I would like me to live maybe in, in Mexico, in Spain, or or New Zealand, I guess. So, yeah.
1: Mexico, mm. Spain, New Zealand. I'm actually planning a trip to Spain for September next year. Beautiful, man. So, I love Spain. um, planning on going to um. The Andalusian region. Yeah,
0: man. I was gonna say I uh, uh, I only know in southern Spain um, and a bit of the middle, but it's um it's like crazy interesting, man.
1: If you had the choice of going between Barcelona and Madrid, if any one of the two, where would you oh, go? well, wow. um, I've spent and for for what reasons?
0: I've spent time in time b- 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 both the last in time I was in Barcelona. I spent two weeks there. Um, Can you say it pl- correctly, please? Barcelona. Barcelona. Um,
2: Alf said, Yeah, do it.
3: Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay, go
2: on. Barcelona.
1: Do you know why they speak like that?
0: that
2: Allegedly because of their king had mm. a lisp. He had a lisp. There's yeah. a
0: story. I'm not sure if that's true, though.
2: I heard um, it was from all the fellatio. So go on with your story. From it's all the dick
0: sucking. It's true. There I is a lot of dick, dick sucking, sucking over there. Yeah.
2: No crisis here, please.
0: Um, I, I really like Madrid. It actually reminded me of Canberra until totally randomly. Like, it's... Um, but I don't know. I'd say it depends what you want. I guess Barcelona has a lot of tourism, um, and the cities are planned in a very grid-like way, and it's got the beach obviously as well, the the coastal area. Uh, Madrid, I um, only was looking like at cities and stuff, but I don't know. I think like both cities are um, comparable culturally. I think Barcelona is probably a bit more. Mediterranean, more cosmopolitan, I think um, But I would, uh, I would Actually more recommend cities down south Like uh, Sevilla, Se- Sevilla. Hmm. And Cordova okay. And Granada Yeah, also. I've heard Granada's yeah.
1: awesome um, I've read about it and also I was watching Anthony Bourdain uh, A yeah, nice, couple nice. of weeks ago And, yeah, yeah. and that was like, oh yeah, yeah Gotta go there for sure
0: You really feel the, the, the Cultural change mm. there as you go south as well yep. And you can also go to Morocco super easily from Spain. So if you even have like four days, just f- fly directly from Madrid into Marrakesh and just spend a couple of nights there. Man, it's it's insanely, insanely different. I think yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Hong was looking at the flights, and I think it was getting a bit expensive yep. uh, right now. Anyways, for that yep. for that time of year. When are you looking at traveling to? Uh, September next year. So, I'll explain why September when the uh, La Liga starts and one of the things that is on my bucket list La is Liga wa- is
2: soccer, football yeah. yes, for the listeners who aren't sure
1: is to watch a um,
2: uh, Spanish football, professional football game What yeah. team do you want to watch? Madrid Have you been watching football or this Barcelona. last couple of weeks? Or have you been too busy?
1: Um, I, I make time for that Arsenal is killing it and uh, for all you haters out there <laughs> <So> <laughs> who,
4: who
0: are
2: the haters at? The Nazis?
0: I actually yeah. hate I hate Arsenal. Actually,
1: that's me. Yeah. I don't know if Angie's been listening to this.
2: <laughs> he has. Shout out to Angie. I Angi? seen walking past with. Um, what's
1: up? So Angie, I'm still awesome. feeling. I'm still feeling optimistic. So he was. Uh, he, he reckons that um, you know they weren't going to make it past top six, but they're sitting fourth right now, two points away from the top. So they're doing well, and they have a Spanish coach. Who's what's a new coach? What's his name? Emery Unai.
0: Um,
2: where I love it? the name Emery I used to love it The Cannons used to have a player Called Emery Atkinson This African-American that's a, basketball that's a player
1: Turkish Name mm. Emery Or well, nay
0: But yeah I was going to say that our, our, our place in Ecuador Was like pretty much next door To like a, a big football stadium And we could hear all the matches And stuff And there was heaps of Drumming and craziness Each time they played but Quito? No, in uh, Cuenca, actually. Oh, Cuenca, shit. And yep. we never actually went into a match, so I regret that, actually. It'd be pretty interesting seeing a match in South America or in hmm. a European nation. I think it'd be pretty crazy, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. You watch a game on TV, and you'll know whether the game, from a technical standpoint... In fact, any kind of sporting event is going to be good or not, but if you're mm. there and the atmosphere mm. is bright... It doesn't really matter What's going on On the pitch
0: It, it reminds <coughs> me of The only game Of cricket That I have seen Which was Here in Canberra At Monica Oval It was Sri Lanka Versus India And was Amazing vibe man Yeah.
1: It's like a football match
0: No It was like just like People scream and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and go crazy Keeps yeah. of drumming keeps of just yeah. People drinking Hanging out And the, the, And the game Is there in the background You know So yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 It's not a main thing
2: When you say people drumming, are you talking about drumming ideas, political ideas, into their head?
0: No. What are you talking about? Like percussion instruments and stuff. A bit of like bare-ass drumming and stuff as well, you know? (laughs) Talk me through that. It's it's when someone takes their pants off and then you use the meat of their ass as the skin of a drum. It kind of sounds like this. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
2: What kind of, when was the last time you did that?
0: I'm actually doing it right now, man. Eh? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> where do you go from there? Like from go from up, there? What's going on this I mean,
2: week? Raf, what are you doing this week?
0: I'm going to fly to Melbourne on Tuesday. Because I'm helping out with a fam- family event there. We're doing a bit of a fundraiser there.
2: Are you comfortable talking about what that
0: is? Of course, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah go for it's, it. Um, my cousin Andreas passed away from leukemia a couple of years ago. So the family has started a scholarship in his name to send uh, some music students from um, RMIT um, overseas to, to study and stuff. And every year we have a fundraising concert. So That's
2: the Andreas Flores Scholarship.
0: Yeah, it's the András Flores Travel Scholarship for Artistic Excellence through um, RMIT. Yeah. So this Saturday is the actual concert. and I'm Where's that being held
2: at if you're down in Melbourne? It's in
0: Melbourne. It's at um, St. Essendon, Essendon's College. Cool. Yeah, it's like a big uh, 400... Auditorium. Excellent. Yeah. And I'm involved. I'm totally involved in the the kind of night and the programming and stuff. It's just like live music and stuff as well, and, and some speeches and food and stuff. So I'll be there for a week from Tuesday.
1: And all your fan from Canberra going there yeah. as well. Yeah. The cool. The
0: whole family's going. Oscar, Ines, the two parents. They're yep. going down. Everyone. everyone all there. the kids. Yeah. 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 It's pretty much yet to showcase his music because before he passed away, he um he recorded one uh, EP of music um and it was kind of his. Musical and testament and stuff. Um, yeah, so I'll be coping with that. Hopefully, we can sell out and uh, we raise something like 30,000 or something. It do really good, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Cool, Alf. What are you going on this week?
3: Just work, just pretty work. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to make some landing pages and uh, yeah, yeah, just marketing some work. cold showers. Yep, cold showers, cold showers. Yeah, see how that goes.
2: I'm interested to hear how that goes. So,
3: yeah. Um, sounds interesting. We'll see.
2: A lot of people have turned on to that. They don't turn back once they start. They can't stop. We'll see. It becomes addictive. We'll see. Joe, what are you on this week?
1: Other than work, I was planning to do some mountain bike riding uh, after work, but the weather's not looking too good. So It's th- going to rain, is it? Yeah, there's okay. going to be lots of rain, which is good because we need it. So I think I'll just be... Um, Doing jogs instead.
2: You're very water conscious living out here with your rainwater tank, aren't you? Absolutely. Very aware of the, w- the world around you. He's mm-hmm.
0: living in the future, man, isn't right? yeah. uh, It's going to be everyone f- in about in five the future. Minutes. In yeah. the
2: future, everyone's going to be living yeah. in the future. All
1: the... um, if you, if you look around the dams, you should see my dam. It's very dry. It's the driest it's ever been. The waterfall has been shit.
2: <laughs> did you go see a movie in the last week? I thought you asked me about seeing a movie. Did you know about, did
1: yeah, that? Yeah, happening? yeah, yeah. There's some neo-noir type film I forget the name of it that's come out that looked kind of interesting Um yeah I was keen to go watch that but just didn't get around to it we're actually sponsored by that stuff.
2: if you go to neo noir com, hmm. you can go there and put in a f- get free tickets if you put in Beast Monkey Podcast as the password I'll talk about my week in a sec Raf Day of the Dead Festival yes. talk to us about that
0: Sure, the Day of the Debt Festival is an event that I'm putting on, which I put on each year. It's like the seventh year, I think it is. Um, it's like, think of multicultural festival, except over one day with a focus on the Mexican tradition of Dia de los Muertos, which is not Mexican Halloween. It's a, a separate f- f- thing. It's, it's more kind of interesting, more better, more, more cultural
2: better. and stuff. What dates are you on?
0: Uh, the 10th
2: of November 10th of November And what location is it at?
0: It is located at the Ainsley Arts Centre Which is in Braddon In it Braddon It's a walking distance from Civic What
2: time does it start?
0: starts at 2pm And
2: goes through till
0: Through to 11pm
2: Tickets cost how much And they're available where?
0: If you just search for Dave the Dead Fiesta in Canberra It's all up online And it's pretty much Just cultural performances And like, like Music, food And like food? music and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah What's the food like? I've booked a couple of food and trucks, and there'll be um, empanadas. There'll be grilled meats. There'll be uh, like all this interesting stuff. Yeah.
2: And face painting. Day of the Dead face painting.
0: Yeah. So a big tradition there is um, face painting for everyone, not just for kids. Where people put on like it's like the calavera makeup. It's
2: calavera it, meaning for people who don't know what that means. It's
0: like a skull. Like a skull yeah.
2: face with like little flowers, little love hearts, yep. and.
0: Yeah, but it's but for me, it's actually mostly about the music and 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 the cultural. Performances, so we've got the like really interesting like uh, dances from like um, Aztec dance and Colombian dances, Colombian dancers, and stuff, yeah. All um, locals or locals or interstate. I have a few locals as well, but there's a group from Sydney as well, mm. uh, a Colombian group from in Sydney, and there's also a kid's pinata as well, like a proper <laughs> pinata that my mum's made. Um, yeah, so that's happening.
2: And that sold out last year, didn't it? You had to turn people away, so... We had,
0: yeah, like, hundreds coming, so that's hopefully crazy. it's good. Yeah, yeah. So
2: people... are the reason go, I came back. You want to go work on that. Yeah, getting your, get your tickets sorted out early. Family-friendly
0: so is also... It's for, it's for families and stuff as well.
2: Yeah, very much. And there's an after-party at Smith Alternative.
0: There is an after-party until we'll be there till... in Civic? Until about 4 a.m. in the morning. And that's civic.
2: the after-party starts when?
0: It starts at 11.30, and 1130 so half 30 at now, And yeah. that's
2: a whole bunch more more music-based. Yeah,
0: it's more like Latin-based, actually. So if you Latin like your, your, based, yeah. your salsa and your cumbia spicy.
2: Yeah, sounds good. You and a week before that. that, the 3rd of November, what's happening there at Smith's Alternative? Well,
0: I'm collaborating with you in person. We are putting on the second edition of the Floating Moon Comedy Experience, which is a bunch of local stand-ups that you have handpicked. Can um, you read
2: out who they are, please?
0: I can. Anthony Tommy, Francis McNett, Maddie Weeks, Chris Malton, Nick Schuller, Al Thorne, Elijah Dries, Dries Dries Bill Macon, James McMahon, and Taylor C- Cofftree. And I'll be providing some short films. Short films which will be narrated by my cousin Catalina, so that should be quite <laughs> eccentric and funny.
2: And tickets are online for $15 or $10 for students, I believe. Is that the deal? And about
0: $50 for for registered members of the Nazi party as well.
2: There's no Nazis involved. Let's just leave that out of it. Okay. (laughs) No, that'll be on at 9.30 at Smith on uh, November the 3rd, Yep. which is a Saturday. So 3rd and the 10th, those two Saturdays, booked out with Day of the Dead and the Floating Moon Comedy Experience.
0: And if people are interested in... um, like new products from the new arcadia cosmetics range which is involved in this show as well how can they find out about that chris
2: if you follow new arcadia on instagram or twitter or facebook you can uh, see information about lip worms arm sandwiches brain brushes and what's the other one
0: i think just blue jobs and keen
2: spleen organ rejuvenation kit and you can also follow beast monkey podcast on facebook and on twitter and on instagram that's starting to ramp up a little bit now
0: i've been putting up some content right now actually as well
3: yeah put up a a few photos of us actually making the sausage right here
2: (laughs) (laughs) making making the sausage or
0: like touching the sausage
2: and this week, aside from trying to get better because I've got a bit of a cold right now, Wednesday night I'm going to be emceeing the Smiths open mic night starting at 9.30pm, open mic comedy where if you want a few laughs and see some people try some new material, five minutes on the microphone, anyone can get up and have a go. Come along, check it out, 9.30 to 11.30, Wednesday night.
0: Well, it does like a massive promo a little bit there, it's funny. Yeah, well, of course, Yeah. of course.
2: Is there anything else to promote?
0: Um, promote... The future. And so if you want to live in the future and save a bit of water. Save a bit of
2: water? Yeah. yeah. Futurewater.com.au is one of our sponsors. 2minuteshowers.com.au. 2minuteshowers, <laughs> yeah. two 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 <laughs> which is Joe's new um, multinational company. 2minuteshowers.com.au. Put in the code Joe Shower, and you can get a free video of Joe having a shower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's cold.
0: So, yeah, like, yeah so you'll be super flaccid and stuff then, so don't expect any hardness yeah. in that video. Yeah.
2: When you say super flaccid as opposed to normally flaccid?
0: It's like string, like in string flaccid, as opposed to like a piece of reed or something, like a reed. Like a Mr. Reed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Reed. <laughs> and what was class his first of, name? Oh, like Matt or something? Matt class reed? of 97 in St. Francis. What? but let, let's not <laughs> <laughs> let's
2: not do that <edit. laughs> shout out to um, Andrew Altry Williams and his family down in Melbourne if he's listening shout out to Steve Kostrishan if he's listening <laughs> <And> Mr. Hocking <laughs> yeah obviously another shout out to Mr. Paul Hockings uh, let us know what film you want us to watch now that you've watched Handmaidens Tale not Handmaidens Tale it's just called The Handmaiden I'm now falling into that trap that everyone else falls into you too. what uh, Raf and I also Alf t- films. What do you recommend?
0: Um, I recommend you take out your phone and film yourself <laughs> in selfie mode, and you just watch that. I think that's my recommendation. Yeah, Alf.
3: Um, well, this past week I watched uh, a movie starring our patron saint, um, which we talked about earlier. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Which um, film? It's called Operation Finale.
2: Mm. It was on yeah. Netflix. How was it?
3: Really good film. Really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it.
2: Is he the star or a, or a backup? or
3: No, he's is the star. He's starring. Yeah, definitely.
2: Nice. Um, nice. You recommend yeah.
3: it?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's called to watch.
2: It's called what? Is it Operation it's Finale? Operation That's Finale.
1: not the one with skinny. um What is it? Seth something.
2: Skinny skinny Seth. No, 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 no,
3: no. What's that guy's name? Johnny Hill. Jonah Hill That's Oh it. no 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 That's that's Maniac
4: You're
2: thinking Yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah yeah Kings Which is a series a TV series maniac on the floor. Um, You don't no. like
4: Jonah
1: Hill Do you Chris?
2: I don't like his acting ability I don't know him in person He seems like a bit of a, a Bit of an egotistical Rich kid to me I might be wrong I don't think I that's am pr- I've never found Any of his it's acting performances Kind of what he plays In Maniac yeah. Man. yeah Maybe they cast him And yeah. they're like Hey we need someone <laughs> Who's lost a lot of weight With big ears Who's got a rich family And shouldn't have An acting <laughs> career Who can we get?
1: Yeah. And has a big ego yeah, has he's a massive ego. Yourself.
2: I saw him on a talk show. and He, he was played like, himself. He's been playing himself his whole life. I saw him on a talk show once and he said, you know what, I think I'm probably the only guy who's ever really transitioned from comedy films to being a legitimate actor and getting nominated for comedy, uh, really. Academy Awards. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? He was like trying to talk himself up as one of the greatest actors of all time. It's like, dude, you're just fat. Go away. Shout out to all the fat people. We love you all.
3: He's, he's, not, a, he's not as fat anymore
2: No, because no. like Yeah, but whatever It's Jonah Hill Like Every time he talks He's like <laughs> He's like A shorter, fatter version of Seth Is it What is it? Seth Seth, Rogen? Seth.
1: For some reason I was confused
3: Jonah Hill with Seth, Seth, Seth. MacFarlane
2: No, not Seth MacFarlane
1: Rogan Seth Rogan Rogan Joe Rogan
2: Rogan Is Rogen. Rogen. Yes. it? Yes Same last name as Joe Rogan
3: mm. Seth Rogan <laughs> No relation
0: Speaking of Joe Rogan, did you guys watch the video that I sent you guys? J- Joe Rogan, interviewing Joe Rogan yeah, uh, funny. on his own podcast? When yeah. did you that? It's on the WhatsApp, I think. On the WhatsApp.
2: Check it out. It's quite funny. Yeah, right. Right. I to you about it before but we never, we never really brought it up.
1: All right, I'll right. check it
2: out. And your homework this week, again, Joe, is to watch The Handmaiden and Your Name. Both of them are on name. Netflix. Looking to hear what Paul Hawkins, who actually watches movies he's been given to watch, thinks of Your Name. Shout out to Paul again. And I'm going to watch a Most Wanted
1: Man. A Most Wanted Man. Excellent. Yeah, you'll like that. It's good news.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love, um, what's his name? Philip Hoffmore-Seaman and I love Rachel McAdams. So yeah, she
1: can't act but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, for me, she's like the equivalent of, of Seth Rogen.
2: Start, start telling me films you don't like her performances in. Every one of them. Name one.
1: A Most Wanted Man.
2: Can you name any other film she's in?
1: She's cheesy, man. She does all these. Um, uh,
2: the time travel romantic like comedy, her in the Time Traveler's Wife she's with awful. with Eric Bana. You haven't enough. seen that film. It's terrible. You? Have you seen her in About Time? Absolutely. With Donald Gleason. It's the worst movie you haven't seen About Time. Have you? It's a terrible movie. You know, with Donald Gleason from. Because she made it terrible. No, with uh, what's his name, Bill. Bill Nye. Bill Nye and yeah. Oscar Isaac playing Donald Gleeson. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I think you guys need to have a cold shower, actually. It's getting a bit heated in this room, guys. Cool.
2: I think that's about it. That's cold shower. shower.
0: Cold showers, all cold shower's all around. Cold shower's awesome.
2: all around. Joe, can you actually... That
1: was that was two hours, guys. It's
2: sweet. Is that all? I was hoping for a bit longer. That's long. I want do to start I, getting to a point where we don't finish until we've done four hours.
1: Let's not do that.
2: Well, not today, obviously. We're building up to it. We are. I don't want to pull a hamstring.
1: We're going to, when we do um, the 48 Laws of Power, 48 we're going to do 48, 48 days straight of podcasting.
2: 48 <laughs> days of podcasting. Live streamed as well. Dead streamed.
1: And we're going to fast in the process. There'll be no eating, drinking, any, no toilet.
2: No toilet. No flushing. Can we just sit into the bin? Yeah. are they doing we'll, South we'll keep that bin there. <laughs> But just fill it with shit. <laughs> oh. All right. We ended there. Bye, Ralph.
0: Bye, Alf.
4: Thank you, Ralph. Bye,
3: Joe. Bye, Chris. Bye, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph.
4: Ralph. Thank you, Alf. Bye. Thank
0: you, Bye. Thank you Chris. Bye, Joe. Joe. Bye, Chris. Bye, Ralph. Bye Alf. Bye, Alf. Ciao. Bye. Bye. So au
1: revoir.